Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. What is up? Welcome into Sports Call. I am Brooks Childress. It is a beautiful, beautiful Thursday afternoon on the Plains. I hope it's a beautiful Thursday afternoon wherever you are listening to us. Like I said, I am Brooks Childress. It is a Thursday edition of Sports Call. Joined today by Cam Berry, Brant Daughtry, and Javon Cutler all in studio with me today. As you, we would call it some days, it is a bullpen day. I say we would call it on that some days. I don't know if we can call it legally call it that when the MLB is locked out and they're not, you know, going to have baseball or whatever. And I'm not salty at all about it, if you couldn't tell. But it is what we deem. I'm still going to call it a bullpen day. So we deem it as a bullpen day. JJ Jackson not in the studio today. He is preparing for some Auburn women's basketball tonight. He's calling the game over on the SEC Network Plus broadcast tonight. So he will be having uh having the TV call tonight for Auburn women's basketball. Uh, you can also Listen to that game on our sister station, FM Talk 93.9. Britt Bowen, our good friend, good friend of the program, will have that call on the game. I will also be with him on there running the studio and giving you the scoreboard updates as well as the halftime show tonight over there. So that is where JJ is. He's not officially handling company business today, so the, the T-shirt remains on the wall or on the on the, the rack or whatever, the, the coat hanger. <laughs> uh, so he is off doing that. So we will guide you through three hours of sports call, hopefully – you will join us for all three of those. Give us a call at the phone number, 334-887-3401 locally, toll-free, 1-888-9-TIGER-9 is how to get on that phone call, phone line, the Auburn Bank phone line, that is. And give us a call. We want to hear about whatever you want to talk about today, be it Auburn sports, be it professional sports, be it whatever sports you want to talk about, amateur sports. You want to come on here and talk about your rec league baseball team that's about to get fired up here in the spring. You come on here and talk about that because we'll talk to you about it because... We've got a Thunder Chicken softball just around the corner. Let's not bring that up. In, Wait, the, uh, in the summer. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> let's let's not bring that up, says yeah. the manager of the team. I'm on the hot seat, I feel like, still, if I do come back for next season. So let's not bring up that topic. I, think, I mean, uh, I even though I we did one, we won one game, but it was by, you know. You got to redeem yourself. Default. Default. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I only played in three games, so I, I think. Uh. I think I'm going to be a real difference maker. But so you I might be a difference maker. I'm not going to be a difference maker. We needed all the help we, n- we could get. We need a power so. hitter. But so we do need a power hitter. That, that probably is going to be all I'm good for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'll hit any home runs, but I'll, I'll gap one. I'll so gap one. if you want to talk about Thunder Chicken softball, you can call in and tell us. Javon doesn't want to talk we about it. We could do Thunder Chicken's kickball. I mean, I mean uh, I'd be down I'd for some kickball. That'd be epic. Javon's been lobbying for kickball for months. I love kickball. Like That was my game back in elementary school was kickball. Like We would play after. Or yeah, kickball was just the game, you know. It is the game. It was fun. Yeah, we've got a great show for you coming up here. Uh, We'll get to everybody's daily introductions in just a moment, but later on the show today, we got a great show for you. Three fifteen ish. We'll have our birthdays and sports later on the show. We'll also have our sports call player of the week. Talk about that. 
coming up also later in the show, we'll get to a monthly predictions update as we are rounding down the month of February. We've got a lot of predictions that have been uh, out there that have been uh, we've been looking at over the past month, see how some of us have fared in that so far. I think, Javon, you sent out an update the other day uh, internally to us, so we'll go over some of that updates. And then, of course, finish out the show today. We got our nightly TV guide brought to you by our friends over at Coca-Cola. Since we last talked to you on the program yesterday, three Auburn sporting events have gone final. All three of them were Auburn wins. Auburn softball winner up in Jacksonville, Alabama, ten to nothing over Jacksonville State last night. Good win over an in-state foe. Auburn baseball also a very dominant win over an in-state foe, getting a thirteen to one win at home. Open up the home slate of the schedule over the uh, Troy Trojans, and then Auburn basketball bounced back after their loss to Florida on Saturday. Coming back home, getting a home win last night, 77-64. to Auburn basketball got a big win last night. Jamari Smith had another uh, pretty decent night for the Auburn Tigers, as he does most every night, or most nights for uh, this team, as he continues to hurdle his way toward a top-five draft pick status. Uh, I believe the last update I saw, or the last mock draft I saw, he was number three overall. Um, doesn't really matter yeah. what the team says, because it's just whatever the lottery is, whoever hits that lottery. But, um, yeah. The number three pick overall, maybe continue to keep climbing up as uh, we keep going. We also saw a lot of uh, other sports we can talk about to, uh, last night that we will uh, we will get into. So it's a great Thursday. I'm, like I said, I am Brooks Childress, joined in studio by several of the guys. We'll go through them one by one now. Cam. Yes. It's been about, what, a week since a week. you've been on? Yeah. You're the Thursday guy. I'm a Thursday regular. How are you doing today? I'm great. It's a beautiful day today, and I decided to wear long sleeves. And so Same. I'm a little toasty. <laughs> I'm a little toasty, but it feels really, really good outside. The weather's been quite sporadic, so I don't know what to wear. Um, but I'm doing great. Great win last night for um, our men's basketball team. Um, definitely enjoyed seeing Zepp Jasper come along. It was beautiful to see him actually take his own shots. So I, I definitely enjoyed the game last night. Um, but, yeah, I'm doing great. Definitely. Having Brent? a great time. Yeah, uh, doing great, and like Cam said, had a had a point guard exhibition last night. Yes, it really, <laughs> Wendell seems like he's really rounding back into form, and maybe that's just he's better at home, and you know now he's starting to get that confidence back. Bruce Pearl told a story in the post game press conference where it, Wendell and Jabari before games will go and have like a three point shooting competition, and Bruce said to him before that. Uh, Wendell, that used to be competitive. It's not even a contest anymore. And Wendell just kind of looked at him and then went off in this game. And it was a, I guess, kind of he was challenged by Bruce a little bit. And he seemed to respond to it. And uh, hopefully that does break him out of this slump. Uh, Jabari didn't have the best game ever, but he didn't have a bad game either. No, you know, know, and, you know, it, this, when Bruce said after the Florida game, we need to have everybody contributing offensively. This is what he was talking about. This game is exactly what Bruce Pearl wanted. Uh, the guards really showed out. Zepp was uh, an amazing scorer for three years at the College of Charleston as well as a defensive force. He's kind of been a defensive specialist while he's at Auburn, and Bruce told him earlier this week, don't be afraid to take your shots. Be and more he, aggressive. Yeah, he took his shots and led the team in scoring. So now Auburn has another weapon offensively in addition to a guy that is an incredible defensive player. Uh, I think the only negative is Alan Flanagan is really working hard and getting good shots and taking good I feel, shots. I feel for the guy. But he's and, he's and, just not hitting them right yeah, now. Yeah, and, and it sucks. Yeah, because he he it's he deserves more points than he's getting right now. Um, but he's still working hard on defense. He's still getting a lot of good rebounds. He is still helping Auburn win, even if he's not putting up double digits every night. So, having 
not having much luck offensively. Hopefully that turns around come tournament time. I don't know. The thing is with the way Zepp yeah. played last night, if he can keep that up, it if Wendell stays hot, if Jabari keeps doing what he's doing, uh, Walker Kessler almost put up another triple-double last night, uh, was two blocks shy. I think he had 12, 10, and 8 yes. was his final stat line. So uh, a couple of, couple of guys that can go off. So if Alan Flanagan's not scoring double digits every night, it's okay. Auburn can cover with other guys, and I hope they can keep that up. Javon, how are you doing today? How did you uh, take in the game last night? Uh, it was a good game. I watched it on TV. Um, and just to touch on the other two sports real quick, congrats to the oh, yeah, softball yeah. and baseball teams yes. for winning. They continue to roll along here in the early portions of the season, and hopefully that will continue throughout the rest of the season. But, yeah, for basketball, a great win for the team last night. You guys both touched on Zepp's performance. And if he could just give Auburn, I feel like, 10 to 12 points per game, that's going to pay huge dividends for this basketball team um, because he was a prolific scorer at the College of Charleston. But um, I'm sure that game after last night, he probably felt like, okay, I could definitely do way more of this scoring thing than I've done in the past, whatever amount of games for the Tigers. And something also encouraging that might not be looked at was last night, I believe uh, a couple of beat writers posted this, I I think specifically saw this on Nathan King's Twitter page, but Katie Johnson yep. taking shots last night. Yeah. He yeah. made, I think, 17 corner threes in a row, yeah. um, Nathan said. Six. So that's something encouraging that even despite the win, some of these guys still aren't satisfied. And Katie Johnson did have a really rough night offensively last night. So that's encouraging to see him get up some shots. But overall, lots of great things from this basketball team. Of course, he had the highlight reel one-handed put-back dunk by that Devin Cambridge yeah, that, that brought the house down. You had yeah. that amazing bounce pass by Wendell Green Jr. to Devin Cambridge <laughs> for that layup. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of highlights kind of within the game as well. But for Auburn, they just keep chugging along. And up next, a huge game against Tennessee yeah. in Knoxville. So hopefully Bruce Pearl could play spoiler at his old stopping grounds yeah, on Saturday. That is the biggest game of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for the, sure. The, for sure. The for biggest sure. game of the regular season by a lot. Uh, and, you know, you're right. Auburn has owned Tennessee since Bruce Pearl got here, but that doesn't change the fact that Tennessee is a very good team. Oh, they yeah. stomped yeah. Kentucky at home earlier this year. Uh, they did. Not too long ago. And Tennessee's a really good team, and they've got a couple of really great three-point shooters on that team. Auburn's going to have to show up, but I'm telling you, if Auburn can win this one, uh, with, with winning last night, they have denied Tennessee a – uh, a unanimous conference title. Tennessee can tie Auburn or Kentucky. They cannot claim their own uh, after Auburn won last night. So uh, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how that game plays out. If Auburn wins it, Auburn's probably going to win the SEC. Going to have that number one seed in the SEC tournament for sure. And it's, it's a big one. It is a very, very yeah, big game. I would, almost, oh, yeah. I would almost say it's a must win. Right at almost say it's a must win, especially with how close it's coming down, uh, coming down to the wire. Uh, I would say to solidify. You're right, Brant. To solidify, I think we should. We definitely need this yeah. win. If you take care of business in this one, you yeah. are in a much better position. Three three four eight eight seven thirty four one locally toll free one triple eight nine Tiger nine is how you can get on the Auburn Bank phone line if you want to talk about Auburn basketball's win last night. Uh, over Ole Miss, and or if you want to go ahead and start talking about the Tennessee game, uh, we're definitely going to get into that uh, as we go along. As we, it's a very short turnaround 
uh, compared to some of the turnarounds we've seen this past or this year for Auburn basketball. Typically, a lot of uh, midweek games for Auburn basketball this year have been a Tuesday night game, yeah. and then you've had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to get ready for a Saturday game. Last night, obviously, was Wednesday night. Now, you have two days to get ready. One of those days is a travel day. I Friday, they will travel up to Knoxville. Uh, so you really have just one day in the gym today in Auburn Arena, and yep. then you get into the gym on Friday, get onto a bus, go to Knoxville, have shoot-around in Knoxville uh, Friday evening, and then on Saturday morning, and then it's time to play basketball uh, in front of 20,000 people dressed in bright orange yeah. <laughs> uh, surrounding you. So one of the largest college basketball arenas in the country – uh, and it's a very intimidating atmosphere. And that's where the Auburn Tigers head next. Auburn, 77-64 to 64 winners over Ole Miss last night. We'll talk more about that and more about everything else in the sports world when we come back. But right after the break, we'll get to our birthdays in sports. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. <laughs> J.J. Jackson and the guys want to hear from you. Give them a call to join Sports Call at 334-887-3401. I'm Jeff Whitaker, Jr., former Auburn Tigers defensive tackle and national champion, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Sports Call Podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you enjoy our podcasts anytime that you can't be here on the show with us live. We just don't need a camera in here. No, no. We, <laughs> we should. Let's a campaign for it. Let's do it. Yeah, Let's do it. Hey, listen, we should have a camera, but we should not live stream. No. We should. We don't no. need a camera in here. We no, should. I mean, don't. end of the year, have some bloopers, you oh. know, a blooper reel. That'd be pretty Look, funny. I, mm. I said something very funny. Oh, uh, that was, we're going oh to leave it at that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, check out the Sports Call podcast wherever you get your podcast, no matter where, what device you listen to us on, wherever you see our name, that's where you can get a podcast. Uh, 334-887-341, locally, toll-free, 1-888-9-TIGER-9 is how you can get on the program as we continue through a Thursday edition of Sports Call. I'm Brooks Childress in studio with Cam Barry, Brant Daughtry, and Javon Cutler on a Thursday afternoon. The B Squad, the, the C Squad. The well, Georgia Boys. Yeah, this is the Georgia Boys. You're, uh, you're a part right. of, and Brooks. You're a part I, of yeah, Georgia Boys. I didn't want to bring it up, but <laughs> I did see your tweet over here on my screen on my right, Cam, where it says it's the Georgia Boys and then in parentheses, and Brooks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just something we day. came yeah, up with because last week it was the three of us on the air. So If y'all want to run me out of here, you, <laughs> it's, it's the Georgia, it's I'm the not going to be able to do anything. It's the Georgia Boys and Brooks segment. The three hour segment. Three hour segment. Three hour segment. Three hour segment. 334 887 Tiger9. If you're listening to us in Georgia, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. We've got a few callers that call in from Georgia. We got Jeff from Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff from Columbus. We've also got a coach from Kathleen calls yeah. in sometimes. 
who was uh, there was someone else that called in was it matt from georgia I think so. I th- there are a couple of people from Columbus yeah. as well. So, you know, you want to give us a shout out, called in. Like I said, just gave the number. We'll give it many more times today. Right now, though, before we go to anything else, let's get to our birthdays in sports. It's time for today's birthdays in sports. Birthdays in sports on a Thursday, February 24th, 2022. We got a few baseball birthdays today and NFL birthdays, too. Start out with the baseball world. Turning 66 today as a former MLB first baseman. Played mostly for the Baltimore Orioles during his career. Eddie Murray, turning 66. Murray was drafted out of high school in the third round of the 1973 draft by the Orioles. Made his major league debut in 1977. He started at first the next 11 seasons with Baltimore, leading to, leading them to a World Series in 1983. He was an eight-time All-Star, 1977 Rookie of the Year, three-time Golden Glover, three-time Silver Slugger Award winner, once won the AL home run and an RBI leader and won one World Series. His number 33 was retired by the Orioles and he's a member of the 2003 MLB Hall of Fame class. Eddie Murray turning 66 today. Other MLB birthday today turning 45. I loved watching this guy pitch. Former MLB pitcher Bronson Arroyo. Yeah, baby. He had a cup of coffee with the Braves. Yeah, I don't know if y'all yeah. remember that, was he was he was really with the brief for like a hot yeah. second. <laughs> yeah, I was so excited when they signed him, and then I'm like, well, you're actually kind of old now. <laughs> Arroyo, it happens. Was born in Key West, Florida, in 1977. Was a high school teammate with AJ Pruszynski, also a former Brave. How about yeah. that? How about, that one yeah. I do remember. He was drafted by the Pirates in the third round of the 1995 draft and made his debut in 2000. He was a journeyman who had his best years in Cincinnati, where he was a all-star, a gold glove winner. He was also a World Series champion in 2004 with the Boston Red Sox. Bronson Arroyo turning 45. I just liked his pitching motion. He was yeah, it was like weird with the little leg kick or something. So yeah. straight. Yeah. He just kicked his <laughs> legs straight yeah. up. And it was so fun. If you've never was watched... It like doing the splits? Yeah, kind of. Well, yeah. not really, not the splits. It was more like a, oh. I don't know what, what angle it is that your like, leg is like straight out in front of you. Yeah, it was uh, it was weird. It was almost a 90 degree angle. Yeah, okay. that's how I describe I gotcha, it. I gotcha. Yeah, Maybe a little bit greater than a 90 degree angle. If you've never watched him pitch, I suggest going onto YouTube and finding Bronson Arroyo highlights. I I don't have any memory of him pitching, so I'll, I'll do that right I, now. I, I remember him, like, he was drafted with the Pirates. And he won a World Series with the Red Sox. I just remember him with Cincinnati. That's which the, yeah, when, that was you know, most successful. His best years were there, yeah. but I just remember him pitching in that red uniform. <laughs> and it was it would always be I don't know why I remember this. This is just a random memory. It felt like he always pitched on Sundays too. It was just it, that's how it felt. Every time I watched him, it was a Sunday afternoon game, hmm. and it was just like the free game of the day on MLB.tv. And I'd just <laughs> log on, pull it up, there he was pitching, or. <laughs> It was either Sunday at noon or Saturday afternoon on the Fox broadcast. It was always 2.30, Saturday afternoons, Fox would be there, and it would be Bronson Arroyo pitching. I don't know why those two are the two memories that stand out, but that's what I remember. But great, I, great pitcher. He was a decent pitcher, but I was uh, romanticizing his career a little bit more. I mean, he had a couple is. of good years. I'd probably say three good years Yeah, if I want to give him three, but... I see what you mean with the with the leg kick. Yeah, though. it's it's so far up. Yeah. Um, that's kind of uh, who else had a big leg? kick? Tim Lincecum had a big leg. This kick was the too. weird where it was like his body would like contort in yeah. some weird way, and he would be able to still generate a lot of power on his fastball. That's right. Because he was so small too, I want to say too. So. 
Moving on in birthdays, turning 52 today is a former NFL and CFL quarterback, Jeff Garcia. Garcia was born in California and went to Galavan Junior College following high school where he was a JUCO All-American after one season. He transferred to San Jose State, go Spartans, and started for three years, leaving as the school's leader in all-time yardage. He started in the CFL where he was a four-time All-Star and one-time MVP and a Great Cup winner. He was also entered the NFL in 1999 through and through a 12-year career. He was a four-time Pro Bowler. Jeff Garcia turning 52 today. Everyone's favorite Tampa Bay Buccaneer. That's right. I was about to say, yeah. He played. Uh, he played Tampa. Yeah, I think he was fairly successful with the Bucks as well. I know the 49ers He was good at. Um, yeah, in the early 2000s when they had a T.O. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. So Jeff Garcia turning 52 years old today. Finally, in your birthdays in sports, turning 48 today is a former NFL defensive end. Is it Simeon Rice? I think Simeon or Simeon Rice. Simeon One Rice. Of those, yeah. We'll say both. Simeon Rice. Rice was born and raised in Chicago and signed with Illinois. Go Fighting Illini out of high school. He spent three years there being named Big Ten Freshman of the Year and twice being named an All-American. He was the third pick of the 1996 draft going to the Cardinals. He dominated early, winning the 1996 Rookie of the Year award. He played 13 seasons in the NFL, was a three-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro selection, and won a Super Bowl. Simeon Rice turning 48 years old today. Yeah, I want to say he was with the Bucks when he won the Super Bowl. I think he was a so part of that Bucks defense. Yeah. Yeah. So if only Ryan Lavoy was here, but I know. Ryan would have loved this. We yeah. needed him in here. Yeah. What so, do we think Ryan's thoughts on Jeff Garcia are? Uh, love Ooh. hate, probably. I'd probably say love hate. Yeah, <laughs> he'll probably like, yeah. love hate for sure. Most yeah. most in it, most quarterbacks with the Bucks is a love hate relationship. Yeah, that's fair enough. Or you James, just hate them. The only one they truly love is Brady. So yeah, well. He's leaving him after two years. Yeah. <laughs> so good for them. So happy birthday to Eddie Murray, Bronson Arroyo, Jeff Garcia, and Simeon Rice, all celebrating birthdays today in the sports world. And of course, if it's your birthday in the sports call world, happy birthday to you. Why did you say it like that? Because it's sports birthdays call. in sports. Sports call Sports world. call <laughs> world. You got to emphasize. Got to emphasize, yeah. Emphasize call. the call. So sports we yeah. call people to call. Emphasis exactly. on the first syllable. <laughs> <laughs> we do want to get people to call. <laughs> Give us a call at 334-887-341. Locally, toll free one 888 tiger 9 And we'll get to your phone calls on the Auburn Bank phone line right after this. You're listening to Sports Call. Sports Call has been on the air since 1995. Let's get back to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Feel free to give us a call at 334-887-3401 or toll free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Sports Call rolling along on a Thursday. I'm Brooke Shoulders, joined in studio by Javon Cutler, Brant Daughtry, and Cam Berry. Went ver- reverse yeah, order Reverse there. order that time. Hmm. Nice. Sports Call podcast can be found anywhere 
you get your podcast. Specifically, I want to shout out Google Play if you listen on an Android device. The Google Play Store is where you can find the Sports Call podcast. Check the podcast feed on there. I'm an, I've converted to an Apple guy, so I don't quite remember the Google the Google setup, but it's on the Google Play Store. That's where you can find it. Apple is just the easier to use product. It's way more user friendly in my experience. Which, granted, my experience with Android Android stuff is very limited. I used to have an I had an Android phone for my entire college career. Oh goodness! Mm. And I you were the, you were got, the green text. I yeah. I just got Ooh, so much so much heat for it. I <laughs> yeah, just, as you should. should. And then <laughs> nice, nice. Then after I started uh, dating Grace, she got a new phone shortly into our relationship, and she's like, "Do you want this?" And I was like. Well, if I'm not paying for it, I might as well switch over. And so I'm on my second iPhone now because she's upgraded another time since mm-hmm. then. So I'm on my second iPhone. I think I'm on like an iPhone 7 still. But it's fine. Hey, it works. I'm just that's waiting. As long as it works, man. that's what matters. I'm just waiting. I just, I just sit here and I wait for the next iPhone to come out. And then when she upgrades, I get the next <laughs> one. Yeah. So. Reminds me of something. That's, um, I'm, I'm usually about one behind because I'm on the iPhone X right now. And I've had this for about a year, year and a half. And I just wait until this thing just like goes completely dead, and then I'll get a new one. But yeah, it reminds me of something that um, I think was brought up, I think by Jared Allen of the Cavs, because I guess Jared oh, Allen had yes, an Android, but he was like, oh. "Yeah, I had to buy a new iPhone, so I have yeah. an iPhone and an Android because the team won't let me in the group chats because all the group chat <laughs> messages are blue." So he has two phones. I guess the iPhone That's is probably the one funny. he uses specifically yeah, for the group the chats yeah but then i'd imagine he just throws that one not throws it away of course but like puts but, it down to the side oh okay, let me get this android out real quick and do whatever good, else i gotta do good for jared allen yeah good for he's a simple pressure, guy he that's what we've learned throughout the pressure. past weekend simple man simple man so if you've been able on the other hand of that if you've been able to avoid the peer pressure of moving to apple and you're still on an android device kudos one to you. good for you two listen to our po- listen to the oh, podcast yeah, on google play kudos but you're behind that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> i mean power to you before, but Apple's bear. Before we your get, life is harder than it needs to be. <laughs> before but at we least get, you're happy. Before we get behind on the show here, three three four eight eight seven thirty four one locally toll free one triple eight nine tiger nine. Let's go to the Auburn Bank phone line for the first time today. The Auburn Bank phone line. Mm-hmm. All of our sports call callers and guests join us there. Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for over one hundred and ten years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Who? Zeus has called in first on the Auburn Make phone line today. James from Montgomery. James from Montgomery is first on deck for us today. James, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm good in War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle. Yeah, I know with the Auburn uh, men's baseball team, we beat Troy 13 to what, 10? 13 to 1. Oh, 13 to 1. That's a really good record. And then we actually did uh, softball right after that. And the Auburn women's softball team actually beat uh, Jacksonville State. That was a really good win. And then the nightcap was was a uh, Walker Kessler uh, block shot. History has been made uh, record with uh, Walker Kessler. And he has um, put, I think he edged his name in Auburn history, uh, if I'm uh, correct on that. That's right. Uh, Walker Kessler had a big night last night, writing his name into the Auburn history books. Once again, he had already done it uh, already several times in his career so far. But uh, another big one last night, a big night for Auburn athletics all around, getting a baseball, softball, and basketball win. Yes, as well. And then um, probably uh, tomorrow I will see – 
Auburn women's gymnastics and seeing uh, what Sinisa Lee is actually going to be doing tomorrow night and uh, seeing if we're going to actually keep this uh, winning streak uh, rolling. Um, I'm hoping that we'll keep it going as well. And then um, this coming up weekend, I'm going to just see how Auburn uh, women's uh, basketball will do uh, this week as well. Yeah, big game tonight. Senior night for the women tonight in Auburn Arena as they take on Ole Miss, and then they round out the regular season on Sunday uh, on the road at Kentucky. So the second matchup with Kentucky is this Sunday, but – Senior night is tonight for Auburn women's basketball against Ole Miss. Yes, as well. So I will actually be listening to that game tonight and uh, getting to hear uh, some of the seniors uh, being being their names being called one last time. And I wish those uh, lovely seniors a, a very good uh, road win, uh, a, a good home win at home against Ole Miss. And um, I hope I see them in the near future playing with uh, the WNBA and um, I might see them you know getting into the WNBA draft or a lottery pick yeah two seniors on the roster for the uh, all women's basketball team as I'm looking at right now Zaria Wiggins is a true senior Uh, she will Mm -hmm. be having senior night tonight and then Kaye White a redshirt senior will be uh, but two seniors on that women's basketball team uh, tonight going through the senior day festivities so Congratulations to them, uh, getting close to graduation for both of them. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can see what they do in the professional levels. I don't know if uh, WNBA is necessarily in the future, but hopefully they can find a, find a professional home if that's the route they choose to go. Yes, that's well, because I see uh, great, great things coming out of these two beautiful women for the Auburn uh, women's uh, basketball team as well. And um, I probably see, um, you know, White to actually actually uh, play with the Atlanta Dream or uh, the uh, you know the LA Sparks and actually put her name actually in there with some of the great uh, Sparks legends like Lisa Leslie and uh, Kennedy Carter and uh, many others. Yeah, you never know what could happen. What else you got for us today, James? Well, I was just looking at the sea. Um, I've been hearing a lot of great things coming out of Tom Brady, and I just came across that Tom Brady is actually going to be making a upcoming movie about himself as well. That's right. Uh, Tom Brady will be uh, starring, pl- will be playing in a uh, movie, starring in a movie as himself, and also producing a movie coming out very soon. So already jumping headfirst in the retirement uh, dealings and getting a. Tip, dipping his toes into the acting world. I know. I think he's made a few cameos in some movies. Yeah, I uh, want to say he was in. Uh, I don't know why there's thought about this, but Ted Two. I want to say he was because they snuck into his bedroom. Yeah, he yeah. was in Ted Two. Yeah, great movie. It was pretty funny. <laughs> yes, as well. And um, I'm just trying to see about the NFL and seeing some of these uh, great off-season um, records and seeing where Aaron Rodgers is actually going to be going. And I'm thinking he might stay as a Green Bay Packer. What What do you all guys uh, take on that as well? Um, for Rodgers, honestly, I'm with you, James. I think he's going to be a Green Bay Packer. I don't see them moving on from him because they've seen Jordan Love play in a couple games last year, and he didn't impress anybody at all. So I think the Packers are better in, or in a better position to say, let's just hold on to Rodgers because also the NFC, it's not that strong. Um, so Rodgers could easily dominate that conference if everything works out because, of course, Tom Brady is retired, so the Bucks won't be as big of a threat. So pretty much all you have to worry about from an NFC perspective is just the Rams, I would say. 
Um, so I think for Rodgers, it would be smart for him to just remain in Green Bay, and I think the Packers management's going to work hard to try to please him and make sure that he's a Packer for life. I also think that one one important thing to think about here is he's not a free agent. No, so he's if not. he decides, I'm done in Green Bay, he can either retire, stay in Green Bay, or he can request a trade. And, you know, if, if you if you demand a trade, Green Bay, I think they would, you know, they could use him and get a lot of oh, valuable sure, assets. Sure. But if you're Rodgers, you don't get to pick where you go. Nope. In a few years, you are a free agent. You get to pick where you go. You get to pick, you know, whichever club you want to go to. And I think that's, if, if he's going to leave, I think it's going to be under his own terms rather than having the team that he has had feuds with, that he, you know, Green Bay, he's had a little bit of a public feuds with them, them deciding where he gets sent to. Yes, as well, because I mean, with Green, with uh, Aaron Rodgers, I know he had, uh, I think, one Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers, and I'm probably seeing another uh, Vince Lombardi trophy coming to uh, Green Bay sometime real soon as well. And then with uh, my uh, Super Bowl 57 pick, I would like to see uh, Dallas Cowboys match up with the uh, Green Bay Packers just to, you know, just to get that uh, that Super Bowl. Um, matchup of uh, Super Bowl one, you know, of the Ice Bowl as well. Well, uh, again, that that uh, that can't happen uh, because they're both in the NFC. So you would you have to see them matched up in the NFC Championship this year to, for the rights to go to the Super Bowl. So that'd be a really fun <laughs> NFC Championship game, though, Dallas and Green Bay. Yes, as well. And then uh, whoever comes out of that uh, championship game, I think with uh, Dallas, I think that would actually push Dallas up to actually go to the Super Bowl and I'll probably see like a Dallas or Kansas City uh, matchup as well. That would be a really fun matchup. See uh, Dak Prescott go up against Patrick Mahomes. That'd be a fun quarterbacking matchup. Yes, as well. And then with that being said, I can just put all my chips on the table and seeing Dak Prescott actually win a good uh, championship uh, title and an MVP title for uh, Dallas as well and bringing the uh, hardwood, the hardware to uh, Dallas as well. Yeah, we really do need it as well. That'd be really, really fun for uh, uh, not just the Cowboys, but I'm sure you would enjoy that very much as a, as a Cowboys fan. Uh, what else you got for us today, James? Well, I'm actually going to be seeing some uh, great college uh, basketball games coming in uh, tonight, and I'm actually going to be seeing uh, number one Gonzaga uh, and seeing what they're really going to do before uh, Selection Sunday for the tournament as well and seeing where they're going to uh, fall on that uh, tournament bubble as well. Yeah, it's actually a pretty intriguing matchup tonight for Gonzaga, the number one Bulldogs. Uh, two Only two losses on the year, have not lost in conference play, but they're going up against a 22-7 and San Francisco team. San Francisco is a team that, if they get into the tournament, if they get one of those at-large bids into the tournament, they can make a little bit of noise. They, they were at a pretty... Uh, pretty good. They were one of the last undefeated teams, I think, uh, in the early going of the college basketball season. So if there's a chance, and there's only two games left, you got Gonzaga's taking on San Francisco tonight, and then they take on number 23 St. Mary's <coughs> on, uh, on Saturday to round out their regular season. If there's a chance for Gonzaga to take a conference loss, it's in these next two games, and I, I think that San Francisco's got a pretty good team. Yeah. So, do you think with Auburn and with their with our winning streak, do you think Auburn might make it to the uh, to the tournament in Tampa or the Final Four? And um, I, I don't know where they're going to do the Final Four uh, this year. I'm not quite sure where they're going to do it this year. 
Uh, well, James, for the tournament in Tampa, you're talking about the SEC tournament. Everybody makes the SEC tournament. It's just depending on seeding. So Auburn should get the number one seed. Um, so Auburn will be the number one seed in that tournament down in Tampa. That's the SEC tournament. And you mentioned the big tournament. I believe the Final Four is in New Orleans this year. So if everything works great for Auburn, they'll be playing in the Superdome in New Orleans. So that's where the NCAA Final Four is going to be for this year. Because I'm actually uh, looking at my bracketology for the uh, college uh, basketball and seeing who I'm going to actually pick uh, when the uh, brackets actually come out for uh, ESPN bracketology. And I'm actually going to be filling out my brackets a little early for March Madness as well. And I'm I'm pretty sure that I'll have Auburn or Kentucky um, at number one as well. Both very, very strong picks. Both teams that can make deep runs in the, into the tournament this year. Both teams are really, really good. Kentucky's just got to get back to 100% healthy. Uh, but I, I think they're both teams that can make really, really big runs into the tournament. What else you got for us today, James? Well, actually, this coming up Sunday, I'm actually going to be watching the um, the big race this Sunday from Fontana. Uh, I think that's in California somewhere. I'm not yeah. quite sure. So I'm just trying to see who's going to actually win in uh, Fontana this coming up Sunday as well. I'm hoping that Bubba Wallace will actually, um, you know, win this one and um, actually seeing great things coming out of his team as well this coming up weekend as well. Yes, second race of the NASCAR season coming up this weekend from Auto Club Speedway out in Fontana, California. It would be fun to see Bubba Wallace get a win. Um, uh, it's also, uh, I think, uh, Chase Elliott's also a big name that could get a win there. Denny Hamlin, another big name that's going to be looking to bounce back after a disappointing Daytona 500. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the Daytona 500 winner, Austin Sendrick, who's going to be wanting to continue that winning wa- his winning ways, uh, try to get two wins in a row as they head out west for the second race of the weekend. So it should be a really, really fun race this weekend in the NASCAR world. What else you got for us today? Well, I'm actually just uh, trying to see who's going to win out there in Fontana, and I just filled out my NASCAR fantasy bracket, and I'm just trying to see who's going to win it all for me this coming up year, uh, this coming up Sunday as well. Yeah, yeah, big, big, uh, big time race this weekend. Well, James, you got anything else for us before we have to let you go? Um, no, I don't have any NFL news, but I'll have all that for you all on Friday. Awesome. We will uh, talk to you. Actually, I don't think we're going to have a show tomorrow. James. Oh, yeah, softball. We've got, uh, we got Auburn softball right. tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> oh, Auburn okay. softball will take on ULM tomorrow afternoon in their uh, early season tournament. So we'll have to, uh, you'll have to save that NFL news for Monday then. All right. Uh, sounds good, guys. And War Eagle. War Eagle. That was James from Montgomery joining us on the Auburn Bank phone line, 334-887-341 locally, toll-free, tiger 9 So to get in touch with us on the Auburn Bank phone line, when we come back, we wrap up hour number one on a Thursday. May we have your attention, please? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Hi, my name is... What? My name is... My name is... Sports Call on Tiger 95.9.
I'm Brian Harson, head football coach of the Auburn Tigers, and you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Sports Call can now be heard on all Amazon Alexa devices. Open the Alexa app on your iPhone or Android. Tap the menu icon in the top left. Tap Skills and Games in the menu. Search for Sports Call Auburn and select the skill. Then tap Enable to Use, and that's it. You're done. All you have to do now is say, Hey, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn. You're listening to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. My favorite read ever because I just imagine activating someone's Alexa and they have to yell at the Alexa and tell them, No, no, quiet. Stop it. Because Alexa, just if you if Alexa hears anything close to Alexa, sometimes it doesn't even have to be close. But if anything relatively close, it's going to activate. I'm sorry, I didn't get that. My Apple Watch is the same way with Siri. I'll just be talking. Oh yeah. And if if I just say like just anything that along starts with an S and anything around the lines of that, it'll pick up what I'm talking about, and I'm like, stop it. I I'm gonna say I I saw it light up there for a second. Makes no sense. (laughs) I uh, I'm I'm always excited to read that one because I I like activating people's I know people get annoyed probably get annoyed at it's like no not this one they turn the radio off three three four eight eight seven thirty four one locally toll free one triple eight nine tiger nine is how to get in contact with us on the Auburn Bank phone line I'm Brooks Childress joined in studio by Brant Daughtry Camberry and Javon Cutler on a Thursday afternoon as we roll through a new edition of Sports Call. As we said a minute ago with the James phone call, last Sports Call edition of the week, I didn't forget, I completely forgot that we weren't going to have a Sports Call tomorrow. Auburn softball is on the air tomorrow right here on Tiger 95.9. They are opening, I think it's the Plainsman invite this weekend. I believe so, yeah. As they open it up with uh, ULM tomorrow afternoon. They were supposed to play two mm. games yes, tomorrow. One of them got had to get canceled because of, I think, travel, something travel or scheduling something oh. around the tournament. So one of them had to get canceled. <laughs> So Auburn will take on one game tomorrow for the softball team. They'll take on ULM tomorrow afternoon right here on Tiger 95.9. I believe it's a 2.30 first pitch is the scheduled time. But, of course, it is a tournament. There are, I believe there are games before Auburn, so things could get pushed back. You never know. Make sure you follow Auburn Softball on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter uh, at SportsCallAU. We will, follow, we will have updates for you if something's going to go over or anything. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. For all of that information. Before we go anywhere else, as we wrap up our number one here on a Thursday, I think it's time to get to our sports call player. Have we talked about player of the week yet? No. I think show? we have. We not, have on, not on this show, but we have this week. But uh, not On sports this. call. We've, we've talked about, like, it has been spoken on sports call. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if we if it had happened or not. As it was on the, the tweet, I never know. So we'll recap it and we'll yeah, talk about it, it again. again. It's our Sports Calls Player of the Week. Sports Calls Player of the Week. Steph Curry is Sports Calls Player of the Week. The Warriors sharpshooter showed off during the NBA's All-Star Weekend, hitting an absurd 16 three-pointers, which would be the most in any game in NBA history, and smashed the prior All-Star Game record of nine. That performance netted him 50 points, making him the MVP of the All-Star Game. Steph Curry is Sports Calls Player of the Week. Sports Calls Player of the Week, Steph Curry. Wardell. Had a huge all-star game. And look, we know there's no real defense, but geez. 
16 threes in a game is still That's pretty very impressive. And they started playing up on him. Like they started to actually like guard him and double team him because he he just wasn't missing. I was going to say, Brant, earlier this week when we were first, when we voted on player of the week at the beginning of the week, Sunday night into Monday morning, when everyone gets their votes in, you were not against it, but you were one of the, uh, you were arguing against Steph Curry being player of the week because of the All-Star game. I get that argument that it's the All-Star game. It's not real. It's not real, you know, full real basketball. Still very impressive. Not to take anything away from that. 16 three-pointers. It's insane. 16 of 22, I think. Uh, Something like uh, I that. I think he almost shot. I, towards the end of the game, he ended up shooting about 33. So he, okay. almost, he was right above 50%. But right. that's still insane because he started trying really, really hard to get. Yeah. I think he was trying. To, he wanted to break the scoring record as yeah. well yep. for the All Star game, which is 52, which is Anthony Davis's record. All he had was all he needed was one more three, and he'd have broke that record. So I think he started trying a little harder, making a little, uh, shooting a little bit more wilder shots. But still, I mean, just ridiculous. 16 threes in a game unprecedented it's crazy i mean when you think about it it's kind of a homecoming for him too because he yeah. was born in akron the same hospital as lebron james everybody everybody thinks okay he grew up in charlotte because that's ah. where his dad played but he well he did grow up in charlotte but he was born in cleveland specifically akron so steph curry is like i'm not the only akron guy here you there's know something in that water there really is there's it just feels like it just breeded two of yeah, a, I lot would of, say. a lot of pollution. Yeah. <laughs> they put out in two Ohio. of the greatest, Cleveland the greatest shooter of all time, yep. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. I mean, and, oh, and now sure. you can say arguably <laughs> the greatest player of all time yeah. is yeah. LeBron. So that's, I mean, that's crazy. You got two that you can claim from your city like that and two of the best to do it at their sport. That's that's impressive. I, I would, I'd claim it like crazy if I was from that. Oh, effort. for sure, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So Steph Curry winning our sports call player of the week. That is just, I'm again. Not it's the All Star game. For the zips though, that's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> we well, had Terry bound for for a minute. We got him yeah, to a bowl game. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> got him to a bowl game. Congrats, Terry. You got Austin Scott now. That's that is true. Well, he's not remote. in the city of Florida. Well, I mean, he's, but he, he's pseudo. Associated, yeah, All right. loosely he's, affiliated. He's gonna have yeah. a degree. I try. Listen, I put together the uh, the uh, nightly TV guides for the week every single week, and then if I see an Akron sporting event on TV, I try to put <laughs> it in there because of our, our good friend Austin. Of course, Scott. yeah. So, Steph Curry returning, I guess returning home. Yeah. Although if you, you want to call you say, returning you say, to the place of his birth. If you say yeah. returning home for Steph Curry, you're th- talking about. Charlotte. That's Charlotte sure. was where he was raised, but, but he was born place. in Akron. Birthplace. Yeah. But going back to the birthplace, LeBron also going back. Huge, huge all-star game. You had so many stars there because of the NBA 75th anniversary team being announced and everything. But that just phenomenal performance. And it was kind of, it was great. 16 threes. Never, like, phenomenal yeah. performance. Mm-hmm. Right. But also having that phenomenal performance the day after you kind of had a lackluster skills night right. that kind of made up, not made up for it, but took the edge off of you. Like, sure. Oh man, oh, this man. is just terrible. It was a terrible all-star weekend. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. A dunk contest that was meh. And then uh, you moved. That's putting it lightly. Yeah, putting it lightly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being nice, but it was terrible. And you moved into that all-star game and Steph Curry just went mm. off and it was... Made it enjoyable, that's for sure. Made it... I. I had to go back and watch the highlights. I didn't watch any of the All Star game on Saturday, on Sunday. I'll, I'll admit, I didn't watch any of it. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I was, 
If anyone wants to know, I was watching the closing ceremonies of the Olympics. I'm always I'm a big Olympics guy. That's probably I know, better. I know there there there's been some animosity toward the Olympics. A certain somebody in the studio has voiced their opinion strongly about the Winter Olympics. I'll but just leave it at that. <laughs> everyone attack like gets scared to is talk it, about the Olympics. Is it you, Brent? Like, oh, it's me. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> it's me. Brent. Yeah. Thing like I don't. I don't mind if you like the Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics sure. are incredibly impressive. Like, obviously, there's a ton of work put in there. I just don't care. I'm more intrigued by the Summer Olympics. Oh, def- sure. definitely. I, see, I, the Summer honestly, Olympics, I can't do either. It's just like, I just don't care, man. The it's Olympics, impressive. I'm not trying to take like, anything away from them. I don't care if you them. represent your country. I'm not going to watch you. I don't. I just like, <laughs> hey, man, swimming? That's awesome. It's really hard to do. I don't want to watch you do it for 20 minutes. <laughs> the, su- the Summer Olympics are phenomenal. It's just my yeah. opinion. The Winter Olympics, I will admit, is just 75 different ways to slide on ice. I just, pretty yeah, much, I just yeah. Don't pretty think much. I just don't think that they're marketed well enough. They certainly were not this year. No. No, not at all. But I'm that, like, oh, this is going on? No. Oh. Yeah. That's what I was Beijing watching. this year, right? Yes. And so were. everything was at like three in the morning. That's correct. <laughs> that, that as well, yep. That's correct. Um, from, I think, well, I think 8 o'clock at night prime time here up until 8 a.m. in the next in the next morning was the what was live yeah and so you had to catch it right luckily for the olympics though you know nbc does they have the prime time coverage which is some the most watched part of the olympics right they were able to i don't know if it was nbc was able to do this or if it was just the olympic committee knowing that the u.s is a huge market were able to get some of the bet pr- more prime time events early in the morning in Beijing so that they could be in prime time in the U.S., which is a good move on them. But anyway, I digress. I watched the Olympic closing ceremony, but because of Steph Curry's performance in that All-Star game, I had to go back and watch the the highlights. Otherwise, I wouldn't have watched the highlights. For sure. I would have been just like, eh, whatever. But because of Steph Curry's performance, I had to go back and watch those highlights, and it was just... Insane. It's crazy. Insane what was what happened in Cleveland on Sunday night. And that is why Steph Curry is Sports Calls Player of the Week. And that will wrap up our first hour of oh, Sports goodness. Call on it's a Thursday. It has already been an hour. Time flies. One hour down. Two wow. hours to go. Hopefully the next wow. two hours don't fly by. But also hopefully they do because I'm, I'm kind of tired. <laughs> <laughs> three three four eight eight seven thirty four and locally told. That was told, awesome. Toll free one triple eight nine tiger nine is how to get in contact with us on the Auburn Bank phone line. We'll have more of your phone calls and more sports call after this. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger One hour of our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, 
Auburn's, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Second hour of Sports Call starting right now on Tiger 95.9. Also on the Tiger Communications app, the Sports Call podcast, and on our website, thetiger.fm. You can stream us live there. If you miss anything, like I said, you can go check out the Sports Call podcast. I'm Brooks Childress, joined by Cam Berry, Javon Cutler, Brant Daughtry in the studio today on a Thursday. We've got a great show for you so far. One hour has passed. We've got two hours to go. Recapping Auburn men's basketball, big 77-64 win over the Ole Miss Rebels. Also, Auburn baseball getting a 13-1 win over Troy last night to open up the home slate of the schedule. And Auburn softball getting a win yesterday, 10 to nothing over Jacksonville State on the road, their first true road game of the year. Had last weekend, was in Clearwater, Florida all weekend, but most all of those were neutral site games. They didn't play anybody at a home stadium last week. So first road test for the Tigers. They'll return home this weekend for the Plainsman invite. Later tonight, over on our sister station, FM Talk 93.9, is Auburn women's basketball senior night to take on Ole Miss. That is where J.J. Jackson is today. That's why he's not in here hosting the program. He is doing the game tonight for women's basketball on TV, the TV side of things, the SEC Network Plus broadcast. He will be captaining that ship. I guess you can uh, you can call it that. And, then of course, also tonight, following us at 6 o'clock right here on Tiger 95.9, is Tiger Talk with Andy Bur- uh, Andy Burcham. I almost said Andy yes, Brad. Uh, Andy Burcham and Brad Law will have the Andy, Andy Brad. <laughs> Uh, Andy Bertram and Brad Law will have sport uh, Tiger Talk tonight right here on Tiger 95.9 uh, right after we get off the air at 6 o'clock. We've had a great show so far, so far for you today. Been recapping Auburn basketball win. Javon, Auburn basketball was a big win last night. Big, A, a decent game for Jabari Smith. I, I think I overhyped it a little bit when I started it off. I, um, but he, it was, he still he tied for the leading yeah. scorer on yeah, the team with Seth It was Zep quiet, Jasper. though. Yeah. But yeah. you mentioned, uh, or Cam, you mentioned, and then, Javon, you followed it up with a big night for Zepp Jasper yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah, he's a guy that people coming into the season thought, okay, he's going to be a great two-way player for Auburn because he's a guy that averaged around 16 points per game, I believe, last year at the College of Charleston, but also a guy who they nicknamed the Honey Badger because he's a guy that loves to stick to you on defense. And he's lived up to the Honey Badger part of the billing so far this yeah. season, but we have really yet to see him explode for a huge amount of points and last night I thought was a really great showing by him both ways because he's a guy that could give you a good amount of points and like I mentioned in the last hour he doesn't have to give you 18 to 20 points honestly Alban will just take I'd say 10 to 12 points per game from Zepp along with his great defense and I think that's going to pay huge dividends for the Tigers in the future so I think for Zepp I'm sure last night he got a lot of confidence back he was knocking down some shots even had a bit of a heat check shot um, as well last night. So I think for Zepp, this game is going to perhaps be the start of something great for Auburn. And if he could give Auburn that type of confidence boost throughout not only the regular season, but SEC tournament, NCAA tournament, there's no telling how far this Auburn basketball team could go. Yeah, seeing him step up um, as a shooter and as a scorer in that game was definitely crucial because I feel like that's the production that we were expecting to see from Allen. And so, you know, if we just kind of shift over and see that uh, that Zepp is, is going to take over as that, you know, option to score, it opens up the court way more. I mean, even just, you know, for Jabari and Walker in itself, it, it just helps so much. And seeing him be aggressive on the floor last night was amazing to see. It was beautiful. And I think that you're right, Javon, it'll it'll 
open up so much more for us going uh, more down the line. I, I'm just so excited to see it. Window, I, think, or, um, I think anytime you have ahead. someone scoring that's not Walker Kessler or Jabari Smith, you, you have to think of it as a win because anytime you can open up the floor for those guys right. to get – I mean, look, Ole Miss came in and said – Zeb Jasper doesn't really love to score. We're going to leave him alone and got burned right. by it. Exactly. They also said we're going to go one-on-one with everybody. The reason the, – the times that Jabari Smith has not been putting up absolute numbers is because everybody double-teams him, right? But Ole Miss said we're going to go one-on-one, and that's a death sentence when you're, play, when you're playing a guy like Jabari Smith. For sure. Because he's, he's either going to shoot it over you and knock it down more often than not, or he's going to draw a foul on you. So anytime you can get an open look – anytime a guy can score – that's not Jabari or Walker. You've got to win on that possession. I mean, obviously, if For you sure. score, you've got to win on that possession anyway. But just getting guys thinking about more options, opening it up for what I think is the best front court in college basketball, it, you make life that much easier on the guys that you're going to need to win games for you. Zepp Jasper and Jabari Smith both had 15 points on the night for the Tigers. Uh, Wendell Green had 14 points on the night. Walker Kessler, we talked a little bit about him. James brought him up in the uh, in his phone call a little bit ago. Walker Kessler had 12 points on the night, but more more importantly, he had eight blocks on the night. A big night for Walker yeah. Kessler, a big record night for Walker Kessler. And he was going to break the record sooner or later. It wasn't Definitely. a speculation oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. is he going to break this record? It's like, when is he going to break it? That's pretty yeah. much the um, thing for Kessler. But it's just been amazing to see him grow throughout the season because last year, uh, they talked about in the broadcast he was behind Garrison Brooks and they said um, they for North surprised. Carolina. And he only played about 10 minutes per game last yeah, year. Yeah. But you see him getting around 28 minutes per game this year and the numbers he's putting up. And it's been amazing to see his growth. Even the three-point shots, sometimes obviously they don't go in. But just him taking threes, that's encouraging because yeah, you know that he has that in his arsenal. And that's something he's going to get better on as he continues to develop as a basketball player. But it's just so fun to see players drive into the lane for opposing teams and you could see a bit of hesitation at times like do I really want to shoot this ball or do I really want to kick it back out to the perimeter or is like do I want to get my shot block or nah right. so right. because it just feels like whenever Kessler's on the court it's going to be a block party and that's what makes this um, team so fun is that Kessler could put on block party and literally average triple double with blocks I, I think one of the fun stats that keeps getting overlooked or at least we have not talked about it yet Jabari Smith led the team in assists last night. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and that yeah. opened up the floor as well yeah. with yeah. his ability to see from the weak side and feeding. I mean, yeah. you know, he opened up a jumper for Wendell, a three mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game, and that's going to space the floor out in itself even sure. more. His his vision and his passing ability is going to is it was it helped is helping yeah. us so much. Nine boards as well. I believe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. like one one rebound behind Walker Kessler. Kessler yeah. had ten. Jabari Smith had nine. On the night, one away from a double-double there for Jabari Smith. Walker Kessler did have a double-double with the 10 rebounds we and the 12 points. <laughs> Listen, the way Walker's playing, I think he's averaged a double-double for the month of February already. It, and, like, he's he's going to. He could, he could not record a stat in the next game, and he would still average a double-double, I think. But yeah, he's... You expect that out of him at this point. And right. how, how often do you say, oh, we've got a walking double-double on our team? Not and very. Yeah, that's that's a rarity. That and you know he's he's going to get at least four blocks more often than not. So, just Auburn's Auburn is spoiled right now. Yeah. It's, it's, oh yeah. And hopefully all coming together at the right time. Yeah. And it's so I, you were as you were saying Javon with like the broadcast when they were talking. You know everybody was like, 
we were not expecting this from Walker. Da, 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 da. You know, he was a backup at, at North Carolina and all this. And I'm like, the man was the best player in the state of Georgia in his class. He was a five-star coming out of high school. He committed to UNC, obviously UNC. That's a historic program, big time. So for him to come to Auburn and, you know, and play and play the way that he's playing, I wasn't necessarily surprised. I was like, I when he committed to us, I think everybody was excited, right? Everybody was like, oh, this is now we have a legit seven footer, like a big man. And he has the ability to space the floor, you know, with his three point shot every once in a while. But he's going to be locked down in the paint. He's he, I mean, just an absolutely elite rim protector. So I was, you know, I wasn't ex- ex- exactly surprised. Um, you know, he is a walking double double. So for that, you know, it, it's just exciting to see that what we expected has panned out. Big bounce back win for the Auburn basketball team last night, 77-64 over Ole Miss. They now turn their attention to Saturday as they go on the road to Thompson Bowling Arena. Bruce Pearl spoke with the media earlier today. We'll get into more of that later on in the show. But coming up next, after our first break of hour number two, we head back to the Auburn Bank phone line for more of your phone calls. 334-887-341. Locally, toll free one 9 tiger 9 It's how you get in on the waiting lines. And we'll get to your call right after this. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. you want to join our conversation tweet us your thoughts on twitter at sports call au this is jake crane host of the j boy show and you are listening to the abby award-winning sports call Welcome back into Sports Call on a Thursday afternoon. I'm Brooks Childress, joined by Brant Daughtry, Cam Barry, Javon Cutler in our Tiger Communication studios. Cam and I have a lot of fun every time we're yeah. on the show together. <laughs> you yeah. always sit next to each other right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> Brant and I have fun. Sometimes I have to <laughs> delay getting back because y'all have done something that has made the room laugh. I can <laughs> attest. I can I, attest. Listen, that, that thing earlier that I did... <laughs> I'm really glad that you laughed at that because if you didn't, it's going to make the rest of the show really awkward. <laughs> you know, uh, I got you, bro. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Javon, we may have to separate uh, them. Like might the have to. You know, you yeah. got to separate the two what troublemakers you in the classroom. You separate them so they can't talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is the point of this show? <laughs> we have, have to figure out the logistics, but I'm sure we we, can, we got this, Brooks. Yeah. We got this. Yeah. We'll, we'll send one of you. We'll get we'll get our remote equipment. Yeah, we, we do have that. Yeah. And we're yeah, going to send yeah, one of you yep. into like the other room with yep. the remote equipment. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Three three four eight eight seven thirty four. When locally toll free one triple eight nine Tiger nine is how to get in contact with us on the Auburn Bank phone line. And let's get ready to go back to that Auburn Bank phone line. Auburn Bank has been your hometown bank for over one hundred and ten years. Visit them online at auburnbank.com for more information. Your partner, your neighbor, your friend. As we head back to the Auburn Bank phone line, 
Who has called in right now? Well, I should probably uh, be better at pushing buttons, shouldn't I? Yeah. Oh, man. War damn Steve. After much anticipation. I was going to ask to do it. I was going to ask to do it myself. All right, well, fine. You know what? We'll, we'll reset it. He's yeah. not on. He's he's still he's he's, he's waiting. Still waiting. So, who <laughs> is on the Auburn Bank phone line? War damn Steve. That's right. It's War damn Steve. Thank I'm you, Cam. Good, man. Steve, how are you doing this afternoon? Well, good afternoon. Uh, that's a good attempt, but uh, it looks like I'm gonna have to come up there and uh, you know straighten <laughs> some things out. <laughs> no, we're fine. We're, we're good, fun. Steve. We're, we're good. having fun. Yeah. I know you can have too much fun, though, guys. You <laughs> that, know that is true. Uh, I know you're taking care of business, but you know I hate to have to report you to JJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's listening yeah. to us. Well, I hope, J.J., you pass the audition for tonight's show. <laughs> All right. So, guys, and that I'm talking about you, Mr. Uh, Brooks Childress, uh, Mr. Cam Berry, Mr. Javon Cutler, Mr. Brent Daugherty. Did I get them all right? That's, That's right. It, sir. Yep. Okay. Because I don't have to do that again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was looking forward to not having to use any pets or bisball. In fact, I was uh, – uh, having some similar uh, time uh, for myself. And then, you know, if anybody can do sloppy really good, boy, Auburn is the best at it, aren't they? We were ahead by, what, I think 12, 13 points, and then we get it down in the second half to, uh, uh, I forgot how much time was left, about three-point lead. Uh, I said, oh, no, come on. You know, I don't have enough pet baseball around here. Let's not do this again. Guys, you know, what what is going on with, with our team that we just can't, you know, put put people down and don't give me any hope. Well, I just feel like, you know, college basketball is definitely uh, – basketball in general really is just a game of runs. So you know that eventually any team is going to go on a scoring run. It's just a matter of if you're going to be able to sustain that, take the hit, and then come back and continue to swing. Sometimes that has been Auburn's problem where we haven't been able to swing back big enough or be able to – create consistent scoring because you know we'll have those issues where we do go on those droughts i felt like last night we didn't necessarily have any long scoring droughts like we've had in games past um i thought i thought we did pretty decent uh, in you know eventually putting old miss away um last night yeah well you know we didn't beat the point spread nah, so that it was what 15 was, right it, it was 16 16 but he was i'm looking at guys yeah you know we normally have more steals than the opponent. Not last night. I'm looking at the stats here. They had 10 on us, and we only had 8. And then turnovers, 12 apiece. Okay, but thank goodness, Wardam, Mr. I don't know where he came from. He woke up. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Zep Jasper, 5 of 7. Yeah, he yeah, balled out. Then, 5 of 7. Mr. Walker Kessler breaks who? Kyle Davis's record for most blocks yep. in a season. Uh, if we saw him a little bit, maybe one more year, he might even break the career record uh, in that. But having said all that, guys, uh, I just read Coach uh, Bruce Pearl's comments about the upcoming game uh, Saturday on Tennessee. And even though we owe them, uh, Coach Pearl said that it's going to be like playing a team in the Final Four. That's how difficult uh, apparently he thinks. So gathering uh, his comments from that, it looks like here's what we're going to have to do to win this game. We're going to have to have apparently uh, 15 three-pointers. 15 turnovers, uh, 15 blocks, and 15 steals. Does that pretty much do it? I would hope no turnovers or very low turnovers. No, 15 turnovers for them. Forced. Uh, oh, forced turnovers. turnovers. Okay, forced okay, turnovers, okay. Yeah. yeah. That would certainly that, do that it. That would be nice. That would definitely do Does it. Does that do it? 
That'll definitely do okay. it. Okay. Gee, Mania, I know, I know Tennessee's good. I know they're undefeated at home, but Coach Pearl still owns them, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. I you, think, you can hope so, for sure. I think the biggest thing for that game is going to get uh, is to create pressure and get to their ball handlers. Zakai Ziegler is a stud. He's really, really good. Uh, I think he's going to be at Tennessee. I think he's going to be a four-year guy uh, just because he's you know definitely undersized for the league. But he's he's a very, very talented ball handler as a freshman. So I think the key is – and he can sometimes be tend to be careless with the basketball. So I think the key is definitely to create turnovers with him. Um, obviously, you know, they have the uh, the other freshman, Chandler, Kennedy Chandler, who is also a, a walking uh, score uh, bucket. So uh, for them, I, th- I think it's definitely those are the, the, the main two that we need to key in on, and, and those are their two guards. Right. Um, so, guys, I looked at the, the computers are not loving us. Uh, team ranking no. only gives us a 4% chance of winning, and uh, team RPI, or, yeah, real-time RPI uh, has us losing. By one point. So, uh, obviously, it's going to be a Petrovisball game, it sounds like. <laughs> I'm hoping that we make the final shot and something like 79 78. What do you think, guys? What's, what's your best uh, uh, prognostication on the, the turnout of this game? I, I, I have no idea, Steve. I mean, both teams are really, really good. Tennessee's playing really well right now, but uh, Auburn might be breaking out of a slump. So, you never mm-hmm. know. And like you pointed out, Auburn has really handled Tennessee pretty well since Bruce Pearl started coaching here. Uh, it, it, either team that comes out with a win is going to be happy in this one. I don't really care how it comes. Just w- if you get a win, it, I've already said it, I think this is the biggest game of the regular season for Auburn. I'd say it'd be a high 60s, low 70s game because yeah. Tennessee does play defense. They're a team that only that allows true. about 63 points per game. So most of their wins have been in the low 70s, high 60s. So I would think it's going to be the same type of score range for this ball game. Who do you say has more pressure to win this game? They or us? Ooh. I think tough. us. I think question. us. If Auburn wants to get a a soul, if Auburn does not want to have to share the SEC regular season championship, they need to get a win. Auburn can still win it. Auburn can still hang banners, but to to be the only team that can claim a share of the 2021-2022 SEC championship, Auburn needs to win. Fair enough. Um, and I, I'd say, you know, it would definitely lock us in for a number one seed overall in the NCAA tournament by Most winning likely. this game. Yeah. Right? Most likely. Right. I, I agree. Okay. Uh, I was really hoping last night, as much as I just cannot stand Will Wade, I was hoping that Kentucky was going to um, you know, get upset last night, but they came back from behind. Yeah, and pulled it out. They did. LSU is useless. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Even with again, a career game from Pinson. And again, guys, you know, um, maybe I'm obviously beating a, a dead basketball to death here, but we've not heard anything crickets from the NCAA on Will Wade and LSU, right? Nothing lately. And uh, if yeah. I were you, Steve, I I've just kind of moved on from that. I don't expect to hear anything. Yeah. I, it, the NCAA is stupid and toothless, and mm. they're going to remain that way. So I guess somebody must have made a strong-ass offer to uh, Mr. Emmert, right? <laughs> Seems yeah, like right? it. kind of does. Must have been, but it just wasn't recorded. Nah. Yeah. Okay, with that said, guys, any, are any guys going to the game? Uh, Saturday? No, nobody no. will be no. making that track. Nope. Nobody's making it. No. Nope. Nope. I thought Manchester would leave, you know, spring it, uh, you know, um, to put out the credit card for any guys to go. <laughs> 
<laughs> we got a big uh, we got a big weekend of sports on the plains down uh, in Auburn yeah, to yeah, uh, we cover. Do. Speaking of that, real quickly, guys, you know, Coach Pearl's right. We are an everything school. I just saw uh, from uh, uh, Nathan King that we are really uh, uh, up there. I mean, not only in rankings, but in wins in baseball, softball, swimming and diving. We've improved uh, tennis, men's tennis and women's tennis, men's and women's golf. Uh, have you seen all those stats and all those rankings? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Auburn, uh, I specifically was board hopping the softball game here a couple of, uh, actually yesterday, and yeah, really put it on Jacksonville State. That was a, a heck of a game, and the, baseball won thirteen to one over Troy, and both teams na- ranked in the top twenty-five right now. Our softball is. I'm not sure if baseball is, but not yet. Both They're both trying. teams doing doing really well right now, and hopefully can continue that. Unless I overlook, I overlooked almost by mentioning. We're ranked number five in the nation in gymnastics. That's yep. right. And also, you, you, another team not to overlook is Equestrian, still very, very high up there. I don't think they've yeah. lost yet. Dominant as usual. Okay. With that said, guys, my time is up. I always thank you for your time. I hope you guys have a non Beptal Pittsburgh Ball weekend <laughs> and uh, enjoy, relax. Uh, I'll be, of course, stocked up as usual. And so uh, I hope we come up with a win. Uh, I, this team. Has has all the talent to do it. Um, I agree. I, for I'm sure. just hoping. I'm just hoping that you know they execute. We know they got the talent. They just hopefully will execute and uh, keep 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 the, the focus on. You know what? We're better than they are. Let's show it. All right, guys. Until uh, Monday, have a enjoyable three day weekend and war damn eagle always. War Eagle, Steve, Eagle. thanks for that phone call. 334-887-341 locally, toll-free, 888-9-TIGER-9. It's how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line like Steve just did and like James did in the first hour. Give us a call right now. Phone lines are open for whenever you want to talk about. After this break, more sports call on Tiger 95.9. For another way to listen to our show, be sure to download the Tiger Communications app and listen to Sports Call wherever you go. I'm Sammy Coates, former Auburn football player and all-SEC wide receiver, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. After we get off the air tonight, right here on Tiger 95.9, Tiger Talk comes your way from the Auburn Sports Network. Andy Birch and Brad Law, live from Moe's Original Barbecue on Bent Creek Road here in Auburn. They're taking the show on the road. Finally back out on the road. They've been, well, they've been on the road for a few weeks now, but 
it was a while since they'd been out out yeah. and about so they're back, finally back out on the road they made a few stops at zoners up yep. on Glen here in auburn they've also made a few stops over at Baumhauer's victory grill on bent creek tonight they're at i love Baumhauer's. moe's original barbecue Big on Baumhauer's bent creek fan. No free ass, but Baumhauer. Yeah, I love Baumhauer's, man. Andy Birch and Brad Law will be joined. I'm seeing the tweet here from Auburn, from the official Auburn Tigers Twitter account. They'll be joined by Coach Bruce Pearl, per usual. Not a shock. But also a coach of a team that we mentioned in our last segment with Steve. Greg Williams of the Auburn Equestrian team will join hmm. them out there tonight. So big lineup out there. Make sure if you are in the Auburn Opelika area, if you want to stop by and get some good food and listen to the some of the big coaches on Auburn's campus talk. Head out there to Tiger Talk. Also, you can listen to it if you can't make it out there right here on Tiger 95.9 with Andy Birch and Brad Law on the Auburn Sports Network. This is Sports Call, though. I'm Brooks Childress along with Brant Daughtry, yes. Cam Berry, and Javon Cutler here on a Thursday. I'm trying to figure out yeah. how I can mix He's it up. He's mixing it up really many, well. As yeah. many as possible. Yeah. 334-887-341 locally is how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line on a Thursday afternoon. Continuing to talk about Auburn basketball's win over Ole Miss last night. Auburn baseball's win over Troy. And, of course, looking ahead to this weekend, Auburn basketball visiting Tennessee. Auburn baseball back in action this weekend at home hosting the Yale Bulldogs. Baseball. This is the second time Yale's come to town this year, this academic year. Their basketball team was on Auburn's campus earlier this year. Auburn, uh, Auburn beat them. Don't remember, quite remember the score of that one, but they did beat Yale. And now the baseball team comes to town. I was looking. This, this is before. Well, before I get off on that tangent, uh, then Auburn softball is at home this weekend in the Plainsman invite at Jane B. Moore Field. Quite a few games this weekend. They'll be taking on the likes of ULM, Bradley, Delaware State, and Syracuse on the weekend. So head out there and check out some softball action. Of course, you can listen to all those events right here on the Tiger Communications family of radio stations. Now, the, the where I was going to go with this. Tangent time. Tangent time. Do you think we'll ever play Yale in football? I hope so. I want to go. I, <laughs> I, I want Auburn to schedule a home-and-home home so we can get <laughs> Auburn football in the Yale Bowl. That would be phenomenal. That'd be epic. Okay. You, you don't want to go to the Yale Bowl? I, I would love to go to the it's Yale the, Bowl. I just it, don't know if, if Yale wants to play against Auburn. I Listen, I doubt it. Y- UMass yeah, is playing against Auburn, so they because Yale, Yale doesn't do need a paycheck game. No, no, no. They that's their, true. They, they get their paychecks other ways. Amen. <laughs> Harvard would also be a fun game to go see that Auburn be, at yeah. Harvard because they're like their stadium's like a coliseum kind of. Yeah, yeah. Old yeah. Oval, old historic. That'd be dope. We always talk about Auburn football doing home and homes with like. Notre Dame or Texas yeah. or someone. You ever talk about like some of the the Ivy, play in Ivy League schools? Ivy League schools yeah, exactly. with some of those fun. It's stadiums. like 1930s. It's yeah. like the 1930s. Again. <laughs> <laughs> the Yale Bowl literally the literally the inspiration for the Rose Bowl. Like the Yale Bowl was built, and then they're like, "Hey, let's do that in the other coast." What? And that's the Rose Bowl. I didn't know and, that. You know, the, yeah. the Rose Bowl is apparently. I've never been there, but just oh, everyone yeah. I know who's been there is just like, "Yeah, it sucks to watch a football game there." Really, it looks cool. It's really it, pretty. But it's just not like. Oh. It, it's not a fun place to watch a football game. Really? Yeah, well, apparently it's like, you know, it, well, Coleman Coliseum does the same thing where it's like the seats are so far back from each other uh, that it spreads yeah. out. And like the higher you, you are, see. the further away you get. Oh, uh, yeah. And you yeah, really yeah. can't see once you're about halfway, past halfway up. Ooh, yeah. That, that does sound terrible. You're a mile that and a half sound... away from it. <laughs> the what scenic happened? place, though. What happened? It is beautiful. Did somebody score? Oh, people are yelling. People are yelling, <laughs> so I'm going to yell too. <laughs> I think it'd be fun though to see uh, Auburn at Yale at the Yale Bowl. But my tangent here's let's reverse it all the way back to where we started. Yale is coming down to play Auburn. 
Uh, you see often a lot of the northern teams come south in the early part of the baseball season because, you know, it's, it's cold. It's freaking cold. Right. It's cold. There, There's right? snow everywhere. I was looking. I think this was a softball team, but because we were talking about Yale baseball coming down here, it check, you know it, it clicked with me because they were from up north. There was a softball team. I think Wisconsin, actually. That's who it was because Auburn softball played Wisconsin. They don't have a home softball game till the first week of April. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I, I remember hearing about that. They do not have a home softball game till the first weekend of Sheesh. April. And it's the and so they don't get any conference games or they non conference games. All of their home games are Big Ten games, Jeez. and that's just yikes. You, know, you think about it, it's like they've got to go. What you get for living in Wisconsin. Yeah, One, right? it's just you don't get, you don't get the home field advantage early. No, not at it all. It just comes in when you get to uh to the conference season. But then also you think about the logistics of that. With that softball team is on the road every single weekend oh, yep. until that April. Oh, that's miserable. Exhausting, I'm Ooh. sure. Because I think they were down in Florida for two weekends in a row for tournaments uh, down in Florida. They were at the St. Pete Clearwater this past weekend, which Auburn was at. Auburn played Wisconsin, and they were at one the week before. So you got to think they probably right. stayed down there. Say, you would I think so, say, yeah. I think that they would stay because then, you know, they just enjoy their time down in Florida, I guess, for a little bit and – the students do maybe Zoom calls for classes or whatever, and then go to the tournament and then go home. I was about to say that. Then that comes into the fact that you've got to you stay down there for a week, which makes sense logistically. Yeah. But then that means you've got X amount of student athletes on the team down there, having to be students Ugh. in Florida for a week uh, in these hotel oh. rooms. I will go firsthand and say I probably wouldn't be able to do that. That'd be that's pretty just tough. insane. <laughs> and, I, and and it's just. But the thing about it is, you think about it. And these teams have, you know, do it every single year because it's always cold. It's always right. snowing up there. Oh. And so they've got it down to probably a, a science, science about yeah. how this is going to work. For sure. And so <laughs> it's just, it is, when you start thinking about those things, it's just insane to think yeah. about what logistically Everything has to go, that into it takes to go into transporting oh. these teams. Oh. And just, lead, you know, you're down there for a week. Maybe you're down there for three weeks. Who knows if My you've got goodness. three tournaments right. in there. It is just, wow. So that's what I was thinking about when I thought about Yale coming down to play Auburn. But they're playing Auburn at Plainsman Park this weekend. Baseball in action. Auburn baseball looking to uh, continue their winning ways. They've only lost one game. That was the very first game of the season. So they are now, what, 3-1 and one on the year because they beat Texas Tech and Kansas State. They, lo- or they lost Oklahoma on the first day, and then they beat Troy last night. So 3-1 and one on yeah, the season three and one. as you get ready to host the Yale Bulldogs coming in here this weekend. We mentioned it, 334-887-341 locally, toll-free, 1-888-9-TIGER-9 if you want to get on the Auburn Bank phone line. And let's go now as we continue on in sports call. I think it's we're, we're getting in close to the end of the month, so let's go ahead and take a look at some of our sports call monthly predictions, Ooh. how they're happening. Shall we? Yes. Are you looking for a sure bet at what's going to happen this month? Well, then don't listen to these guys. It's Sports Call's Monthly Predictions. All right, it's time to look through some of these monthly predictions that have been going on and see who you shouldn't actually listen to because we make these predictions the first of every single month. And we post them on our website, thetiger.fm. Never listen to me. I'll, t- I'll say that much. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll agree with that. I'll agree with Never that. Never listen <laughs> to me, man. I, I can't predict anything to save my life. It's been rough for all of us just Dude, to not have any spoilers. It's been but a rough yeah. month. That's it. It wasn't pretty. In the it was office. not pretty. So, yeah. Javon, you did an update email a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah. You sent it out. Yeah, I looked it over it. Every, I hope everybody else looked over it. But let's let's run through some of these uh, monthly predictions here as we continue on on a sports call Thursday afternoon, last sports call of the week, because tomorrow we have Auburn softball right here on Tiger 95.9. First question, 
that was posed to everybody is who will win the Daytona 500? And I'll tell you what, <laughs> the winner, whose name was Austin Sendrick, if you watched the Daytona 500 this weekend, nobody, first I ever do. win <laughs> in his NASCAR career, Damn. nobody on this list <laughs> no. has Austin Sendrick. Nope. Nobody on this list has someone with an A first name or a C last name. Except for Austin Scott. That's true. <laughs> but Austin Scott but he's not, not a he's not a racer. No. There was several Denny Hamlins. We had one Chase Elliott, who's currently talking on the air right now. We had a couple Kyle Larsons, one William Byron, and me. one Joey Logano. I, I was a Kyle Larson. Who did, who did I pick? I don't even remember who you I picked. You picked Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin. See, I don't. I, I just don't watch NASCAR. I'm I sorry. Don't, I just, don't know who Bill, what's his name, Will Byron is. I don't know who Will Byron is. Will Byron Never took over for Jeff guy. Gordon. He's ah, racing okay, the 24. Okay. I just I I, so then when, I also you know, don't watch NASCAR. So when those ca- so when a question like that is you know is proposed in in the monthly prediction, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna go with somebody who's really popular. Yeah, yeah. that I, sometimes I at, works I out. I mean, <laughs> and, and, and pray and pray and just you know hopefully you know we I win. We have a lot of these questions like who's gonna win this big race this month or who's gonna win this golf tournament, and both are the same because yeah. you've got so many competitors. It's like mm-hmm. how are you going to pick exactly? This? You can if you watch the sport, like some some people in our office do religiously. I don't watch it religiously. My brother watches it very religiously, so he'll tell me what happens. Ryan Lavoy is who I'm referring to. Watches it every single week. He was talking about this past week, and he didn't want to miss a lap of that Daytona 500. Yeah. And so there, you know, you if you watch it religiously, you can kind of get a feel for who's going to, you know, who does well at certain tracks and everything, and you can make an educated guess. But it's like a golf tournament, you know. You can go out yeah. there and say, you know, this guy plays good at Augusta National for the the Masters, but you know, he could have one or two bad shots. Right, and he's out of contention at NASCAR. You could get bumped once and be you spin out and wreck, and, and that's it. Yeah, you're done. Park it. But uh, so. I don't think Denny Hamlin, and to uh, go with you, Cam, I don't think Denny Hamlin was a bad pick because he's won nope. three Daytona 500s, I think. Oh, um, nice. He was going for his fourth this year, and uh, I, I, I think he was very—he was a very popular pick in the expert world to Ooh. to be in contention to win it. He did get wrecked oh. and didn't, <laughs> didn't have the best finish, but he'll, he'll look to bounce back this weekend. So nobody... Is going to get that point. Man. It's not who's closest guess on this one, who finished highest, but. Dang it. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, Denny. I'm going to take responsibility for that. <laughs> I don't I don't think Kyle Larson had a good weekend either. Jace Elliott got caught up in a little bit of a mess, but then he was able to bounce back for a top 10 finish. Mm. And I have no idea where Will, Will Byron uh, ended up. No idea where he ended up. Joey Logano also have no idea where he ended up. So I rode in a uh, stock car that was painted like Joey Logano's once. On an actual racetrack? Yeah. Which it one? It was uh, in Atlanta. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh, in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh. Can't remember the name the sp- of it. The Speedway? I think so. Uh, yeah. Atlanta Motor oh, Speedway? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is <laughs> very long. I was, <laughs> like a, I was like a sophomore in high school okay. at the time. Nice. How about that? Oh, yeah. That was, that was cool. really cool. It was, I think it was like the some old racer. I can't remember Richard Petty? Name. Yep. Richard was the, Petty driving experience? Yeah, yeah. That was it. Oh. That was it. Yeah. That's like one of the ultimate Father's Day gift ideas. Yes. I I think I did that with my for my dad one year. No, I, say, I, about I, it. Oh, wow. I see <laughs> yeah. the, a motor speedway. Once you get around Father's Day, that's one of the ads you're going to see about pop up all the all time. All the time. The, get your dad the Richard Petty driving experience, and it's like yeah, and you, we, you can drive I think 30 laps around yeah. uh, Atlanta oh, wow. Motor Speedway, like man. And they have like a, a co-pilot in there, so you're you're not going to crash into anything. And hmm. if you start messing up the car or going too fast, then this guy's just going to like shut off the engine. <laughs> <laughs> so like go nuts, you're not going to get hurt. <laughs> I'll tell you what is what I is. I think like 
210. What's freaky is I don't think they have the Richard Petty driving experience at Talladega. I could be wrong, but I don't think they have it there. But they do have tours that you can do. Mm-hmm. And you, they just put you on one of those little like transit buses. And they just start going. Because you have to get up to, I think it's like 60 miles per hour is the minimum to stay on the, the banking on the curves. Yeah. And so they get that bus going, and they get you up onto that curve a little oh, bit, man. and you're like, oh, my gosh. You're it's like, about, like, 90 degrees to the yeah, ground. Yeah. It's darn you're, close, isn't you're, it? You're, like, leaning over, and you're you're just like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> what is happening? You're trying not to let your water bottle fall into the window. and <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun... NASCAR left her. Fun time. So nobody's going to get the Daytona 500 <sighs> point for this man, month. darn. I had but really high hopes for you, Kyle. Yeah. That means <laughs> officially no one gets a point for there, so no one can take an advantage or that is true. Know, yeah. fall behind in that in that segment. Moving on in our Sports Call Monthly predictions, this one is a closest guess point. That means whoever gets closest to the number, actual number, would get the point. It was total points will Javari Smith score in the month of February. He's got one more game to go. When you Did you send the email? You sent the email before yesterday. Yeah. So... Does not count. Did not count in the 15 points that was last night for Jabari Smith. Yep, so 127. He's at 127 current. Or when you sent this. Well, well when I out, sent or, this 112, yeah. Oh, he was at 112. So he's now at 127. Yeah. So well, I'm out. So right now, the person that would get the point, I believe, it would be me. Is Brant Daughtry, who is sitting at 130. Yep. Yeah. Nice. But what's fun is though is. Sitting at 135 is Javon Cutler. Uh-huh. That's right. And then sitting at 137 is Ryan LaVoy. Oh. So if, I, I think Ryan's probably yeah, Ryan's got this. this. And then if he goes nuts, you've got Bill Bailey sitting up at 143. Yeah. Oh. Who could be there. Oh. You've got yeah. one, one game left to go. You can't take away any points. So, Cam, you were the lowest. Yeah. 96. No, you were not the lowest. Oh. My bad. Tom Peavy was the lowest <laughs> at yeah. 75. 75? He said, and he scored 59 in one week. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Tom Peavy said he would score 75 in the month of February. He has not scored that. It's He's like the price more. is right. You can't go over. <laughs> nope. That's true. Wait, what was my total again? Yours was 135. Okay, so. I'm going to need him to have a bit of a stinker then in that case. <laughs> yeah. so just score I, eight points and we're good. As long as we win. As I long as we win. I need him to score three points and everyone else just go nuts. <laughs> yeah, that's it. As long as they win, you know. Jabari dud game. <laughs> So as long as we have the everyone else. Game. Exactly. <laughs> Cam, myself, JJ, Tom Peavy, and Austin Scott are now Out. eliminated Man. from yeah. contention for oh. this one because he can't lose points. You can't retro. I mean, I guess you could retroactively take away points. Another miss. If he was, but I don't think they're going. He to. was nah, ineligible or something, but let's I don't hope think not. Anything <laughs> uh, there, but yeah. So it is currently Brant Daughtry would get the point, but Javon Cutler is nipping at his heels, <laughs> waiting. And then Ryan Lavoy is right there with Javon. Javon's only got a two-point margin. Of, uh, not even really. Even I think you, would you split the point with? Uh, yeah, you'd split the point. Yeah, if you went to one thirty-six. Yep. So you've got a one-point margin of error. <laughs> oh boy, the slimmest of margins. Honest, I hope Bill Bailey wins this. Honestly, I, I would rather Bill Bailey win this than yeah, for myself. Sure. So that is question number two. How many points, Jabari Smith? Before we get to our next break, let's get hit one more question. Uh, back to the Super Bowl at the first of the month. This is ah. another closest guess. How many yards will Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford combine to throw for in Super Bowl 56? And I know I did not get this point. I also... I don't think I've got a point I yet. I did not. What I was, what was the, the final total yardage? Javon, do you have 546. It? 546 total yards. Cam, you were not the lowest again. Sweet. 
I was the lowest. No, Javon, you were the lowest. That's, I, I was the lowest on this one. 450, yeah. you said combined yards. I went 475. Kim, you went 472. Ah. Um, who did we say was getting the point in this one? Uh, Bill Bailey. Bill, he went 584. Dang, man. Ryan Lavoie uh, also went 589. The most yards that anybody said would be thrown for was Austin Scott said 637 Oof. yards would have been combined to throw for between the two oh, quarterbacks. Jesus. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. When you're sitting there watching the Super Bowl, I don't know if, you know, thinking back a couple weeks to that Super Bowl, both quarterbacks had an injury scare. They did. And so there was a point where you're like, oh, (laughs) this may not hit that. "Mm, (laughs) This could get hairy here. So sports call monthly predictions. Who do we say was going to get? I'm I'm a bad listener. Who do we say is going to get the point? Bill Bailey. Bill is going to get the point having guessed 584 yards. (sighs) We continue to look at the monthly predictions when we come back on the Thursday edition of Sports Call. Give us a call at 334-887-34. Locally toll free one 888 9 We'll be right back after this. Want to know how easy it is to listen to our show? All you have to do with your Amazon smart device is say, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn. I'm Corey Grant, former Auburn football and NFL running back, and you are listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. If you haven't done it yet, I suggest going following us on Twitter at SportsCallAU. Got a lot of great content going out there. Good friends Javon Cutler, Brant Daughtry, and Austin Scott do a great, great job handling our socials all across the Tide Communications family of radio stations, but also specifically Sports Call Auburn. We got some great uh Great graphics that get thrown. Man, Austin Scott is just great at he's what amazing. he does. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's, he's fantastic. Dope. Every single day he's got a great birthday graphic. we got a great uh, picture of Eddie Murray up there today for birthdays and sports. Also, if you need a, uh, a look at the nightly TV guide, we'll give it to you. We verbally give it to you at the end of every show. But if you miss it and you're like, oh, what's on TV tonight? You don't want to go straight to tvguide.com or whatever you use. I don't think... Think you get the physical TV guides in the mail anymore? No, do you? not that I'm aware uh, of. No, no. That's. Uh, oh, I guess you could subscribe to it. Maybe like, uh-huh. I used used to get it like when you had the paper. You used to get like a paper, uh, newspaper style TV guide every yeah. single week in the, yeah. in the Sunday paper or the Friday paper, whichever one. I don't even remember the last time I've touched a newspaper. <laughs> Man, I did it Monday. <laughs> but I am an 87 year old man living in a 26 year old body <laughs> because I love Jeopardy. I enjoy. Oh, everyone loves Jeopardy. I, lo- I enjoy great. the National Geographic Channel as mm. well as. Right, yeah, you're old. As, I don't know about that as one. As well as the History Channel, uh. old History Channel, not new History Channel. Uh, do you uh, do you watch this, the paper? The stuff at two in the morning where they're like. <laughs> Hitler colluded with the aliens. (laughs) That's my favorite stuff. I do not. Um, I'm more of a. I'm going to. The SS was a secret society. (laughs) I'm going to. That's why it was called the SS. (laughs) 
Wow. I can't remember what. Oh, I was I was going to make an Illuminati joke, but I forgot it was called the Illuminati, and that name wouldn't pop in my head. Oh, goodness. Uh. I'll tell you what, though. If, any, if anybody's interested in watching some uh, some Jared Harper on YouTube, the USA FIBA basketball um, basketball team, the qual- the qualifiers are tonight at 6 o'clock. We're playing yeah. Puerto Rico. How so about that? Watch some Vino hoop. How about that? Vino? He's still, Vino? Is he still doing good with the Pel- well, Pelicans B squad? Yeah, I, I say so. the B squad. Yeah. It's the, 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 G- the squadron. Yep, Birmingham squadron. squadron. How much longer does their season go? I'm that is sure. a great question. I feel I'd probably like it, say another month. I feel or so. like we need to like r- get a get like a, a convoy going up to Birmingham. You really should a little Auburn field trip. Go yeah. up there and watch the game. I almost had tickets to go, and then he got called up. Oh, <laughs> so that's the only tricky thing. Yeah, I you don't know, know when he's going to get yeah, called is up. Got, so. Is he on a two way contract? Yes. Okay. I'm going to say you don't know when he's going to get called up because it's the Pelicans, and they yeah. just, you know they don't have a lot of talent right there. Nope. I saw speaking of the Pelicans, and we'll get back to our sports call monthly predictions. Maybe in the next hour, because we only got like three minutes left. I was seeing that, um, you know, everything is very fluid with the Zion Williamson situation. If he's going to play for them next year, what what's going to happen? Right. I saw they've already sent out their promos for their season tickets for next year. They didn't his, have his name. name. Is oh, not yeah, on he's it. not even on it. They didn't have his name it on it. It was like Brandon wow. Ingram, someone else, yeah. and the coach. Yeah, was the, Brandon Ingram, CJ, yeah, um, CJ the head coach, but they never mentioned nope. Zion. That situation is so to the Hawks weird. I know, right, dude? <laughs> be amazing. Trey Young together be would be amazing, and all we'd have to do is probably package like Gallo, Bogey, and Clint, and then maybe like a first round draft pick, and we'd probably be able to get him. Honestly, yeah. yeah. But the, the, the problem with like Zion is, I'm just like, I don't know if he can stay healthy. See, man. I don't know if, if it's that, and you know, he's had to have he's gonna he's supposed to be having another surgery on his foot, and he's having you're right the weight issues as well. And the injuries, it's it's which just I a am lot. too, but I'm not a professional athlete, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're, I, I just I don't know. It's just so weird, you know how that's kind of played out. And I don't JJ Redick. I don't know if you guys watch any first take at all. Oh yeah, he basically he yeah. lit yeah. into Zion, calling him like you know he's a bad. I mean you know I agree to some of the things that he said. He's a bad. He's being a bad teammate. He didn't even reach out to CJ when he got traded to the Pelicans, and you know he's not with the team right now. He's uh he's out in California rehabbing and, and all that stuff. So, you know, it, it it's just a weird situation, especially when you're supposed to be that franchise guy for them. So it I don't know. I, I'm not. I mean, uh, it's probably something where I hate to say it, but obviously some guys feel like they're worth more in bigger markets. Markets, excuse me. And uh, of course, New Orleans, they're a football town. Like they love the Saints, yeah, diehard, diehard sure. Saints. Pelicans LSU. even. LSU as well. So even when the Pelicans were decent with Anthony Davis, you really never saw that support basketball-wise from the city. So I feel like Zion wanted to go to a bigger market as well, like the Knicks. Um, especially. I mean, that's the reason Anthony Davis left. Yeah, so it's like you never get that support from the New Orleans staff and the same people that own the Saints own the Pelicans. And, of course, they're going to invest more money into the Saints as opposed to the Pelicans. So you never get the best resources with with that team. So I'm sure Zion is feeling that as well. So I'm sure he's going to try to force a trade to go to a bigger market Man, perhaps I'm on like, your rookie contract, yeah though? so like i'm sure he sees the situation Whoa. in new york it's like ooh, cam reddish is there Ooh, rj barrett's there let's reunite with my teammates Who up there in the big the, apple you, so. wants to go to the Knicks, man, you've got to send <laughs> zion williamson to a bigger if you if you go into a bigger market yeah you got to send him to somewhere that doesn't have good food. That's the only thing. Yeah, right. that's a New, New Orleans food is really good. The so. man loves to eat. Yeah, about to say, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I I get it, bro. Yeah. You love you love food. He loves food. There's yeah. a certain diet that you definitely have to stay 
stay on as an athlete. You can't just be eating whatever you want, especially when you're a bigger dude like he is. But he was easy for him to gain weight like that. I'll defend him though with that with the with the food thing though. Is because have you have you, anyone here been to been to the French Quarter in New Orleans? No, I a long time ago. I want to go so bad. I've been so to bad, Savannah, man. which has a lot of similarities. I want to go. To, I want to go to New Orleans. So food bad. slaps. It slaps. If you go down to the, I'm going to say if you go down to the the French Quarter in New Orleans and you just have <laughs> one meal, you're going to understand why oh, he's yeah. gained weight. <laughs> I, 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 I understand. I, I, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Whew, it's so good. <laughs> what else is good was the second hour of sports call, and what will be good will be the third hour of sports call coming up right after this break. I am Brooks Childress in studio with Cam Berry, Brant Daughtry, and Javon Cutler. When we come back, the third and final hour of the week of sports call right after this. Two hours of Sports Call are finished. Don't touch that radio dial. We've got one more hour to go. Whether you're leaving work, cruising around town, or listening on demand, we've still got some fun left for you. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show has been on the air since 1995 and is ready for 60 more minutes of fun. Now, let's get this hour of Sports Call started. Third and final hour of Sports Call this week. Starting right now, I am Brooks Childress, joined in studio with Cam Berry, Javon Cutler, Brant Daughtry, all joining you here on a Thursday of Sports Call. It is the final hour of Sports Call this week because there will not be Sports Call tomorrow. Softball. Do not here tomorrow. I mean, you can. You can. Someone, someone nice you way could. Phone. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll pick up the phone and just tell you, like, hey, there's no show today. Yeah. If you want to call in and just talk to somebody, feel free. I will Feel let, free, I'll let Brandon answer the phone. <laughs> I am I board hopping something tomorrow? I'm not sure what I'm doing. I'll have to check my email. Uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. I want to check your email before you, uh, you know, miss it. Miss some. Yeah, that's, that'd be terrible. Well, yeah, no, like I'm not going to miss something important. I'm not going to be like, hey, Brandon, we need you to board off softball. Oh no, I forgot. Time to go. Time to go. I'm not going to yeah. do that. <laughs> no, no, I'm doing softball tomorrow. So, so we got oh, Auburn yeah. softball in here tomorrow on oh, Tiger ninety five point nine. Auburn takes on ULM at two thirty is the approximate first pitch. For Auburn softball tomorrow, I believe Britt Bowen and Ryan Lavoie yep. will actually yeah. be on the call for that. How about one. that? So Ryan Lavoie making his Auburn softball. Oh, yep. congrats to Ryan! Yeah. I don't, I, it's yeah, return is yeah. the best thing because he, he he has not done anything since he started working here with us. But when he was in college, that's right, along Weagle, with yeah. me, yeah. we all did uh, Auburn softball at Weagle and for Auburn before the Auburn Ooh. Sports Network. Uh, got the rights or took the rights back because they figured out they could make some money off of it. Yep. And I don't blame them. Listen, <laughs> Auburn go. softball got really popular, and uh, it's it's great great opportunities um, for uh, to make some more money. And Auburn softball continues to be really really good. And Ryan Lavoy will make his return to the Auburn softball broadcast booth at Jane B. Moore Field tomorrow with Britt Bowen 
uh, on the call. Ryan will also have a, yeah. a couple more games this weekend, I believe. I yeah. believe so, yeah. Hey, uh, and, and you guys seeing that beautiful softball field out there just want to give a shout out to my boy daniel richardson because he's the head of softball he takes care of all the fields and, heck yeah and there you go everything there look all goes. pretty out there oh yeah hopefully he's listening to us hopefully he's listening to you talk yeah i, I hope so too but. or if not tell him hey I'll give you a little <laughs> yeah. nudge listen to the podcast <laughs> right <you know>? for sure <laughs> Three three four eight eight seven thirty four one locally toll free one triple eight nine tiger nine is how to get on the Auburn Bank phone line for this final hour of sports call this week. Auburn big weekend for Auburn sports. We'll go over some of that later on in this hour as we head into I guess we call it an early weekend because uh, we'll, yeah. we'll be yeah. we'll be working tomorrow. We'll be like working, but no sports call. That's all. It's an early early weekend for the sports call audience uh, starting t- uh, when we get off the air tonight. Uh, but yeah. Like I said, three three four eight eight seven thirty four one locally. If you want to get on the Auburn Bank phone line, we've had a great first two hours of the show today. So let's go ahead and recap them right now. We've already finished the first two hours of Sports Call today. <sighs> Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. It jumped up a notch. It did, didn't it? It's now time for the Daily Show recap. Um. Can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about the things? We've had a great first two hours of the show. We've had some great calls on the show today. Uh, we've had some great segments. We've talked a little bit about Auburn. Well, we talked a lot about Auburn basketball. We talked a little bit about NBA a uh, moment ago. We've also talked about Auburn baseball. Brant, have you, uh, have you enjoyed the show today? I have really enjoyed the show today. It's been a lot of fun. I always like doing a show with the Georgia boys and uh, oh, yeah. also Brooks. <laughs> you were also here. And Brooks. And, and Brooks. I, <laughs> I, I, no, I like doing shows with Brooks, too. We talked about it on the show yesterday, I think, uh, with me, Ryan, and JJ. Or not yesterday, but Tuesday. Um, outside of the show, who do we think we I talk to the most? And I said it was probably you, because you and I have very similar senses of humor, and it doesn't always come across on the show, but around the office, you and I are always... Yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. The same the same comedic energy, um, and we kind of bounce off of one another, and it's a great time. And oh. uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a good show. It's a been a lot of fun, show. and we talked about uh, the basketball game. We did Player of the Week again, and... I assume we're going to continue with our monthly predictions. We will in just a moment. I was trying to think, because it's been dubbed now, the Georgia Boys and Brooks, in parentheses. <laughs> I was trying to think, and I'm like, I, I don't think we can do, like, that doesn't sound like a great band name, because it, it would have to be like, you have to, like, when you have a band name, you think of, like, the lead singer and this. So if you turn that around, it'd be Brooks and the Georgia Boys. But that doesn't, also doesn't make sense, because I'm not from Georgia, so it makes it sound like I am from Georgia. Yeah, that, yeah. Which isn't hmm. a bad thing. I'm not saying like I wouldn't want well, to be from Georgia. When you hear Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, which is, this is the second time this week I've mentioned Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, you don't think that Frankie Valley is a part of the Four. <laughs> Typically, <laughs> I don't. You don't know Frank? Well, Walk yeah. like a man. I, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess so. And Brooks, what's up? Brooks and the Georgia Boys. I don't. I don't lump you in as like the Georgia Boys. Yeah, but it makes it sound like I am. I, I think it makes it sound like I'm from Georgia. Yeah, I, I can see both sides maybe? of like where your like, guys are maybe? coming from. I don't know. That would be a nice little bit of trivia. Or you're just mercenary in, um, instrumentalists that have like, picked up somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've just Brooks went down to, instead of the devil. It's Brooks went down to Georgia and he found the boys. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Brooke, I like how we're going from Alabama down to Georgia. <laughs> I, sure. And I'm from <laughs> South Alabama too, so I wouldn't. Yeah. Do, maybe I'm going down to the and we're country. All from well, I'm from Middle Georgia. They're from North Georgia. Yeah. North Georgia. Yep. Is Atlanta North Georgia? It is. Yes. Okay. It's yeah. more north and than... And then Javon and I are farther north. 
then yeah just away. slightly farther oh, yeah, north. About, yeah. about 30 minutes north. y'all yeah. are y'all are from atlanta but you are not from like dead center atlanta. no no <laughs> no not from suburbs metro, metro suburbs, atlanta. Yeah. no so when i t- so when we tell people we're from atlanta so people are like all right well where are you really from and i'm like you're not gonna know why? So just accept that <laughs> yeah, I say, told you that I'm from Atlanta, man. Exactly. Because you're not going to know where I'm from. I mean, some people know where Gwinnett County is just because it can be. It produces a decent amount of, like, athletes, so some people know. But other than that, you're not going to know. Exactly. That's how I feel as well. <laughs> I'm like, not going to tell you. It's, it's, you're going to be like, oh, where's that? There's kind of the stigmatism uh, that's like... You're, if you're not from Metro Atlanta, you're not actually from Atlanta. But like it, Gwinnett County, Cobb County is still yeah. the city of. It's just not like oh, if a, you're from Metro Atlanta, you're like, yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Yeah. 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 Oh, trust me. It's a whole debate. It, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. There's lots of debates. Oh, I mean, yeah, even like That's amongst. Like, yeah, man, yeah. I'm, I'm from Warner Robins. Nice. Mm. Where's that? Oh. <laughs> okay. There's an too. Air Force base. You know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> even I, like Atlanta people, because I don't know, like it just feels like. At least me and my friends debated this a couple of years ago. Like, not a lot of people that are from Atlanta say Atlanta because a lot of people put an emphasis on the T, Atlanta. but it's Atlanta. 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 So it's like people put emphasis on the T hard sometimes, like Atlanta, which is yeah. like the broadcaster, you know, professional type of way of saying it. But it feels like most Metro Atlantans say Atlanta. Yeah. They just make it sound like A T L A N N A. Yeah. Instead of Atlanta, which, which is usually how I say it, even though I'm yeah, I'm so, from like two hours south of there. So it just feels I've noticed that sometimes, oh, like yeah. from out of town people, they say Atlanta. They make it they say, they put too much emphasis on the T. It feels yeah. like Atlanta. It's like no, no. Alabama kind of has that problem with Birmingham kids, but it's not really like where are you actually from. It's oh hey where are you from? I'm from Birmingham. And then you get asked oh what high school did you go to? Because that kind of divvies up Birmingham. Yeah yeah yeah. Because I've heard that. I don't before, think a yeah. lot of people ask what high school did you go to in Atlanta. No. Like, if you're from uh, if I asked you you know Javon, like where are you from? Seven thousand of them. Yeah, that's, yeah. there's a bunch. <laughs> and so like Birmingham, it's the same. It's basically the same way except you get asked instead of where are you? Oh where are you actually from? It's oh what high school did you go to? And then you're like all right. So then you narrow it down. You're like I know where you're right. You know, right. You're not from actually Birmingham. You're from Mountain Brook or you're from Pelham. Yeah. Or Chelsea or one of one of those other places up Chelsea? there. Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea's just like, south of Birmingham. Is Pinson Valley, Birmingham. Pinson, yeah, we're just outside of Birmingham, okay. like northwest, east, northeast. Okay. Um, who else is it? Hoover? Hoover. Oh, yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spain yeah. Park. I've, I've Good friend uh, Austin Scott's from Spain mm-hmm. Park. Briarwood Christian. Yep, yep. Shout Ryan out to Ryan Lavoie. Yep. Gosh, there's other places. Macadory. Is big. Yeah. Macadory is right outside of Birmingham. Hmm. Um, what? What Auburn player went to Macadory? Bo Jackson went there, but he's from Bessemer. Yeah. But he he went to a high school mm. called Macadory. He did. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. Um, what did, not the you. same one. Jameis went to. Uh, did James go to Hueytown? That sounds familiar. To do some so we got you. research. That's why we have the. Internet. Oh, so we've got the internet in here. <laughs> We're not cavemen. We got Jameis this. Winston. We have technology. <laughs> he, J- Jameis is from Bessemer, and he went to <laughs> He's, Hueytown. Yeah, he did go to Hueytown. So yeah. funny. <laughs> Jameis Winston, an absolute buffoon, Dude, but he is so hilarious. Funny, man. He Just is hilarious. Three three four eight eight seven thirty four. I'm a locally toll free one triple eight nine Tiger Nine. We've gone on a very deep tangent here about high schools and that's a super deep. Yeah, where uh, we're from, where we're, where people are actually from. People ask me where I'm from, and I just say forty five minutes from the beach, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that's how we divvy <laughs> yeah. it up. 
No one the knows Dale. Robert Steele. Robert Steele. Yeah. Yeah. When I was serving, I'd have people ask me all the time where I was from, just because of the way I talk. Yeah. And they'd be like, "Where are you from? You don't have like an accent or anything like that." And I'm like, "I'm from I'm from Atlanta." And they're like, "Are you really from Atlanta?" Okay. Then we're back on the on the yeah. same thing, yep. you know. <laughs> and so some people will say, "Oh yeah, I know exactly where Lawrenceville is. I have family there," you know. And then there's other people like, "Where is that?" Okay, well, <laughs> it's Atlanta, just, North Georgia. Just, just it's no, yeah, right, exactly. North Georgia. Yeah. But you know, <sighs> when I think of North Georgia, though, I think of the mountains. Yeah, that me is too. The, yeah, the, yeah. When, I, me when too. you that's say way North Georgia, when you say North <laughs> yeah, Georgia, that's, I think that's of the North. mountains. I don't think uh, I never think about Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> North that's Georgia. not North Georgia. That's yeah. North Georgia. North Georgia. Yeah, <laughs> whole different world up there. Oh, listen, <laughs> for I, real, for real. ever watch the Squidbillies? Yes. Oh yeah. That's a conversation we don't need to go down. <laughs> three, I, four, I have yeah. never watched the Squidbillies. I just know they are they are mountain people in North Georgia. In the three, show. three. Well, they're not. They're not people. Squids, well, technically, yeah. Three, three, four, eight, eight, seven, thirty-four. And locally, toll free one triple eight nine Tiger Nine. If you want to get us off this tangent, do we want to talk about the Adult Swim writing process? <laughs> Uh, and what those people were on. There is a reason I am sending it to break right now, <laughs> yeah, so right. we can <laughs> regain control Let's and try come back composed again. More <laughs> sports call monthly predictions on the other side of this break. Sports Call is on the air weekdays from 3 until 6 p.m. If you are currently driving in a four-door sedan, roll up the windows and turn up the radio. We're Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show. Now back to Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Sports Call Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. If you missed any of the show today, make sure you go and listen to it. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Tiger Communications app, the Tiger.fm, our website. Thursday edition of Sports Call rolls on. I'm Brooks Shoulders, joined in studio by Javon Cutler, Brant Daughtry, and Cam Berry. 334-887-341 locally, toll free one 888 9 tiger is how to get on the Auburn Bank phone line to talk to us as we wind down this week of sports calls. We head into a busy weekend for Auburn Athletics. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But right now, we started this last hour talking about some of our monthly predictions. Let's go back to our sports call monthly predictions. Are you looking for a sure bet at what's going to happen this month? Well, then don't listen to these guys. It's Sports Calls Monthly Predictions. Sports Calls Monthly Predictions. I think we've determined through, we got through three questions that we have the potential right now for one person sitting in this studio to get a point. And that is the total points will, how many total points will Jabari Smith score in the month of February? Brant is currently the closest. Yeah. So if there is zero points scored by Jabari Smith on Saturday in Thompson Bowling Arena. Or three. Or three. Or three. Or three. Brant will Maybe get that four, point. 
Javon Cutler is second right there with 135. Ryan Lavoie is sitting at 137. And then Bill Bailey is at 143. So all of those guys have the potential to still get a point. Bill Bailey's already got a point this month, getting uh, the closest guess on the Joe Burrow-Matthew Stafford combined throwing yards in the Super Bowl. He guessed 584. And, Javon, what was the total number? It was 546. 546. So Bill Bailey gets that point. So moving right along, question number four for the month. What will be the most points scored by Auburn women's basketball player Aisha Koulibaly in a game? for women's basketball in February. This one is not a closest guess. You had to get this right on, which is kind of hard. This, yeah, this one is difficult. Very Why tough. would this not be a closest guess? I was definitely, I mean, I guess that makes it tougher. So Yeah. So you've got two, two more chances to get this right if no one has gotten it right so far. Javon, has anyone gotten it right at this point? Uh, so far, the game high for her points is 24 with two more games to go. And I know I think JJ specified in the email, he was like, if you guess lower than 24, you're automatically disqualified because that's what she had already. Right. Yep. So I think a lot of us chose between 26 and 28 points, so it's kind of a cluster right now, but she still has two more games to go to try to eclipse that 24-point mark. So yeah, right I, now her game high for the month is 24. 24. So if it stands right now, if she does not hit any more, if she does not, and there's two games, one tonight against Ole Miss, one on Sunday against Kentucky, if she does not eclipse that 24 mark, Ryan Lavoie, Tom Peavy and Austin Scott will get a point. Yep. If she does eclipse it, if it's by one point, J.J. Jackson will get a point. If she reaches the 26-point mark, Bill Bailey, Cam Berry, and myself will get a point. 26. And if she is able to hit the 28-point mark, Javon Cutler and Brant Daughtry will all get a point. Yep. 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 Just give me 26. That's so all I need. Just everyone, give me one point. Everyone is still in play. They are, yep. I need, with two more games to get. I just need one. I just need one win. Like, just, just one. If I can get one point for the entire month, I'll be fine. You know, <laughs> just one point. I'll be happy. I'll be happy because I don't think I got anything else right. But that one is still the the jury's still out on that one. Yeah. So I'll so. you know maybe maybe I'll be able to get one. Everyone is still in play for the game high for Aisha Kulabali this month. Two games left to go. Both of them this weekend. Come on, Aisha, coming up. I need a twenty six piece, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Question number five on the month. According to the game clock, how long will it take for the first score of the Super Bowl for or Super Bowl 56? You had to get this right on the money as well. Man. Javon, what was the first score time? First score time was eight <gasps> minutes, 38 seconds. So 838 was the first scoring play. So I don't believe Did we have to get this right on the money. That's I meant to, that might have been a boo-boo on my part if that was the case i'm gonna say on the website sure i got a point for this on the website there is nothing on here that says closest guest gets the point all right then in that case might have to take away the point from brant then so if we, it's we will have to okay get, we no, will, no no hold on, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no no hold on we will get further clarity obviously yeah, as yeah. we go in as we get points tallied but nobody will get the point for this but if there is if, a closest yeah. guess, if it is a closest yeah. guess, then it will go to Brant. Brant Daughtry yes. said the eight-minute mark right on the money. Yep. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so he would get a point for the yeah. month. Others, uh, Brent, uh, the can't wait to listen to the podcast later and see how that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> the highest mark was Bill Bailey at the nine seventeen mark on the clock. Mm, excuse me. And then the latest into the first quarter, I believe, was J.J. Jackson at the 411 mark. Yeah. If I'm reading that correctly. Um, what did I say? Cam, you said six minutes and 22 seconds. Mm. I said five minutes and 11 seconds. Javon said seven minutes and 35 seconds. Austin Scott said five minutes and 34 seconds. Tom Peavy said six minutes on the dot. And so 
potentially either Brant is going to get a point or nobody's going to get a point. Well, Brant take it. no one. Dun, dun, dun. I'll take it. <laughs> we'll have to get further clarity on that one as we continue to move along. Looking at our monthly predictions for this month, month of February. We do these every single month. You can find them on our website, Sports Call, or not Sports Call, thetiger.fm is where you can find these on the Sports Call page on there. Next, what player will score the first touch in our Super Bowl 56? <sighs> Which was a reminder, we put the reminder out there, if you send Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow, that means you are predicting a rushing touchdown. <laughs> Nobody put down either of those players. Only one person did put down the correct answer. That was the main host of this show, J.J. Jackson. Yep. Odell Beckham Jr. OBJ. Scoring the first touchdown before leaving later in the game with an injury. We only had one Tyreek Hill from Bill Bailey. But... With, why did he say Tyreek Hill? I was confused Wait, as well. I was trying to think. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, hold yeah, up. We, we made these before they had the Super Bowl. Before I don't know if he was trying to like, troll no? us because Bill is that type of guy. I could see that could put that answer. But it's no, like, yeah. that doesn't add up, Bill. Yeah. That's He's not participating in this game. So yeah. I don't know if he misread Shout the question or something. But we had a couple. My man was worried about the Champions League. <laughs> That's what happened. We had a couple Joe Mixons. Cam Barry and Austin Scott both man, said Joe Mixon. I just knew they were. We had one Jamar Chase, Javon, yep. that was you. And then we had uh, overwhelming one, two, three, four people say at Cooper Cup, which was me, Brant, Ryan, and Tom all say Cooper Cup. Hmm. And looking back at it, I'm just like, Odell makes so much sense. Yeah, right. Odell yeah. makes so much sense. Much I don't know sense. why I didn't say Odell. Well, I was just, see, when I went with Joe Mixon, I was just thinking, okay, Bengals are going to get the ball first, which I was right. They yeah. did get the ball yeah. first. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, they're going to drive down. And usually once they get between, you know, they're going to, Probably try a big play. Probably not going to hit. They're probably just going to drive down the field, get within like the five, and then Joe Mixon's going to run it in. And then that didn't happen. So that was pretty sad. So hmm. so I'm like 0 for 4 now? Yeah. But the poten- you still have potential in <laughs> it's there. It's still time. Still I got, mean, yeah. I, I you got still the one. Time. Yep. So far you've got one. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I maybe might be able to get. So Odell Beckham Jr. getting that uh, getting that point for J.J. Jackson. Moving on. How many three-pointers will Wendell Green Jr. make in February? Oh, Obviously, I still get this one, too. We were... Um, this like the update email that we were we were referring back to was sent before last night's mm-hmm. game. Wendell hit three last night, right. which so brings his total up to eleven. Nope, nope, got that one wrong too. So right now, <laughs> you have to get this exactly correct. This yeah. is another one you have to get exactly correct. Yep. Tom Peavy is currently in line to get this point. He said eleven. So if Wendell does not hit a three <laughs> this week or this weekend at Tennessee, Tom Peavy will get this point. If he does hit one, no one's going to get a oh, point. Okay, I was going to say, did anybody go higher than the that? The next closest is myself with 13. Oh, so that's doable. I'm yeah. in the ballpark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cam, you are right there with me. You oh, are really? 14. What? And then Brant Daughtry is sitting there at 15. I need three from you, Win. I need three from Ryan, you, Win. Ryan the boy. He's going to need a career game. End. That's about accurate. Three threes? He hit that in the first half. That's yeah. true. Yeah, can, that's possible. I, I that's, true. See it. that's possible. I need four. Uh, Ryan Lavoy with high hopes. That's us say Wendell's. He's going to have to go crazy. My guy's going to have to go crazy. Yeah. I hope he gets there. But I don't think he will. I think. I think. I feel pretty good about 15. I feel like he could hit four. I'm gonna say he hit three, man. He hit three the other or last night. Yeah. So if he can hit three, four. That's it, it's it's very very possible. But yep. right now, Tom Peavy in line to get that point. Moving on. How many total points will be scored in Super Bowl Fifty Six between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams? This is a closest guess. Gets the point. 
How many total points were scored in this uh, game, Javon? 43, because it was 23 to 20. 43, 23 to 20. Aye. And that means that Tom Peavy got the point for this one sitting there. He said 44 points. Man, so points. close. Dang. One point off. Man. Bill Bailey had 48. Cam, you went up to 73. You thought we were going wow. to shoot out. I, I, I wanted to shoot out so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love a good high score football game, man. <laughs> and it's two pretty. I mean, I thought it was two pretty really good offenses. So yeah, I yeah, yeah, just go crazy. <laughs> but it's all good. I said forty. Javon, you said forty-five. Mm. Brant also went with a mild shootout with fifty-six total points. JJ went to fifty. Ryan fifty-one. And Austin Scott said thirty-eight Oof. total points. So Austin went on the low end. Cam, you went the high end. Tom at right in the middle at forty-four. Went uh, got that point. So Tom another point. Tom's involved. Tom got one point, is in line for another point. Yeah. Moving on, we've got a couple more questions to run through here before we get to our next break. How many yards will are how many yards will the longest touchdown of Super Bowl Fifty Six be? This is this is another closest guess gets the point. I believe I went on the low end. No, Ryan went the lowest on here. Ryan went twenty three points, the high end. Of this guess was Javon. You went 70 yards. 70. And who will get the point, Javon? Myself. Yeah, that's right. I get the point. <laughs> Dang, man. Because of that long pass to T. Higgins. That's right. Ah. How long was that pass? 75 yards. Wow. Ah. That was, I mean, I, I, didn't, I couldn't remember how long it actually was, but I knew it was Jeez. very, very long. But yeah, I want to say it was the first I, play of the first Yeah, it was. Half, yep. Right? Yeah, because there was the touchback, and yep. I wonder what the... Uh, uh, excuse me. I, yeah, I was about to say. I wonder who would have gotten that point if the the very obvious blatant face mask was called. Oh. Ooh. Next, next longest. There were not really very many. There long weren't many huge no. plays. No, that was definitely the most explosive play of the game. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. I, I, we'll have to look up. Like, yeah, we'd have to look it up. How how many hmm. big plays there were and all that. So Javon went high end of this one and got paid off for you. Got the point, 70 yards, missed it by five yards. So close, man. So <laughs> congrats, Javon, on getting that point. Moving on, you got, uh, I think we got two more questions. Both of them are NBA, uh, NBA ah. All-Star Weekend related. Who will win the 2022 Mountain Dew <laughs> NBA three-point contest? Well, Cat just had to go unconscious because I was – we were so, who else picked Trey? I did as well. Dang. So, yep. We were close. We were close. You were so close. Cat just had to go unconscious. That's all I have to say. The man was marrying a necklace, commemorating his mother. It was only right that he won. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Sure. He's been through a lot. Yeah. He's been through he's, a lot. You know what? He deserved it. We kudos, have, kudos to Cat. We have and he's one, got Jordan Woods, too, so he's winning in real life, too. Big time win. That's we had uh, one pick for Desmond Bain. That was Bill, uh, Bill Bailey. Two picks for Trey Young, Cam, and Javon, as y'all both said. Two picks for Luke Kennard. <laughs> which was myself and J.J. Jackson. He finished second, didn't he? Yeah, he tied with Trey for second. Yeah. And then Brant went with Fred Van Vliet. I respect it. I respect My boy. My boy. Shocker <laughs> action there. And then My Patty, Mills, boy. Patty Mills went with or went to Ryan, Tom, and Austin mm. Scott. So that's how I wouldn't have been surprised if Patty had won. Definitely a great three-point shooter. Yeah, I don't Just, think it was a bad. I don't no. think that was a bad pick. No, no not, not at all. Not at all. Cat was, no, I, li- I mean, literally nobody picked Cat, right? That's yeah. Nobody thought yeah. so. Like, nobody picked the center, and of course. That's it. Nobody won. picked it on the sports call thing. I know um, during the broadcast, Dwayne Wade was hyping him, hyping him up a lot. He really? was like, yeah, I think that Cat's going to be the dark horse because he's going to uh, want to prove that the big men could shoot. shoot. So Dwayne Wade hey. was super hype once Cat won. 
Cat can shoot that thing. So. Yeah, he can. He's the people sleep on his shooting. He's he can stretch. That's why I mean I thought it was a possibility for him to get traded to the Hawks. I thought they were gonna <laughs> blow that up. I was like, bring him here. <laughs> oh my gosh, that team would have been pff, the Hawks. Pff. And then our final monthly prediction for the month of February: Who will win the 2022 AT&T Slam Oof. Dunk Contest? Way off. <laughs> I picked Jalen Green. Yeah, I, I also picked Jalen Green. <laughs> dude, dude Auburn so legend Jalen Green. I know, right? I, dude has so much potential. He can jump out the gym. That's he had the swag even, going. I didn't like. even watch the slam dunk contest, but, <laughs> I mean, you know, I was like, okay. Obi, did he win? He didn't win last year. Anthony won last year, Yeah, Obi right? came in second Obi last year. Obi came in second. I should have known. I should have yeah. known he was going to win think, this year. I think – Jalen like actually tried stuff, didn't he? Yeah. He did. He, he had like anything. the NFT chain on at first, and he tried, like he tried some really tough dunks. Like, yeah, it took him like a billion tries. Yeah. To, yeah. yeah, it was. So that that kind of loses its luster for sure. So three people picked Jalen Green, Cam Brant, and Ryan Lavoy. Few people picked Obi Toppin, Bill, myself, Javon, Tom, and Austin all picked Obi Toppin, and then one person <laughs> picked Cole Anthony, and that was JJ Jackson. But really. You know, if you look at it, did anyone win? No, not did really. Nobody, everybody lost. Everybody lost because I, I, the slam dunk contest now is just so bleh, you know, and it's so hard to be creative in, you know, the dunks that you do because everything's been done, and unless you are like there are professional dunkers out there now. Like I don't know if you've ever heard of Jordan Kilgannon. He's a professional dunker, and you know he does all types of crazy stuff that has never been done. And it's like, man, you know, you just kind of got to look out there maybe and look up some dunks. Maybe get, if you get have some a advice. That, yeah, get some advice from some of these dudes that have, you know, almost 60 inch verticals yeah. and, <laughs> and and see what see what they could do. That was actually an idea, I think, proposed by a Stephen A. Smith for one of the they, episodes of first take. He was like, why don't we it. scout some of these cities like Atlanta, New York, L.A., Chicago, because they have a bunch of high-flying dunkers, but then you get somebody to, like, sponsor them. So, for instance, you know, Brooklyn, they have a great dunker. You get KD to sponsor the guy, and it's like, okay, here's so-and-so on behalf of Kevin Durant. representative. Yeah, Yeah, so that's one idea that he had, and I was like, that actually is a good idea. that's a good idea. And and just something's got to change. Yeah. Now it's just, I mean, literally since what, 2016, since we had that showdown with Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine, it's been, yeah. The dunk contest has been downhill ever since. And I mean, that was the best dunk contest that I've ever seen. And I think that a lot of people our age has ever seen. So I don't know. There's a lot of, there's that definitely has to change. So that's our sports call monthly predictions. You can find all those on the tiger.fm, our website, check on the sports call tab. And of course, We've still got a few more to go, so we'll see how that shakes out over the next couple days with some of these Auburn basketball and Auburn women's basketball predictions left to go in the month. When we come back after this break, more sports call on a Thursday. We'll be right back. Cinderella man, Cinderella man, Cinderella man, Cinderella man. All of the biggest names in the sports world want to be on Sports Call. We are very excited to be joined by ESPN's Adam Amin. Bring on a very special guest, a good friend of the program, a former host of this very show, and the current voice of the Auburn Tigers, the one and only Andy Burcham. We get the opportunity to welcome in Mr. Phil Steele into our program. Be sure to listen to our conversations with athletes, coaches, and media personalities on the Sports Call Podcast. This is Andy Burcham, voice of the Auburn Tigers. 
and you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Sports call on the Thursday rolling along. I'm Brooks Childers, joined in studio by Brant Daughtry, Cam Berry, and Javon Cutler. We've got a great show so far for you today. Went over our nightly TV. Well, I have not gone over our nightly TV. I will go over that in just a little bit. We've gone over our monthly predictions. We've also talked about our sports call player of the week, Steph Curry. Congratulations to him on winning it this week for a stellar performance in the All-Star game to make up for the All-Star festivities on Saturday night. Make up for. I'm, I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. Three three four eight eight seven thirty four. I'm a locally toll free one triple eight nine Tiger nine. If you want to get on the show in the waning moments of this week of sports call, because today is pseudo Friday for the show, we will not be here tomorrow. Let's, no, we'll be here, but we'll, the show will not. The show will not be here because of Auburn softball. What we like to do on some Fridays, which now we will do on a Thursday is go over our what to watch for over the weekend. Sports calls, what to watch for over the weekend. Big, big weekend in the Auburn sports sphere this weekend, especially right here on the airways of Tiger Communications, looking at what is coming up this weekend across our stations that you can listen to tonight. Six o'clock, right after we get off the air on Tiger 95.9, is Tiger Talk. Andy Birch and Brad Law will be joined at Moe's Original Barbecue on Bent Creek Road over in or here in Auburn by Bruce Pearl and Greg Williams. We'll stop by and have a little chat with them. Also tonight uh, at 645, uh, the pregame show, the countdown to tip off starts. 7 o'clock is tip over on our sister station, FM Talk 93.9. Auburn women's basketball taking on Ole Miss tonight. Uh, Britt Bowen will have the call. I will also be with him, and I'll be in studio providing school board updates and doing the halftime show tomorrow. Got a little bit of uh, some action tomorrow at 2.30. First pitch right here on Tiger 95.9 between Auburn softball and Louisiana Monroe and the Plainsman Invite. And tomorrow evening, 6 o'clock first pitch on Tiger or on FM Talk 93.9, Auburn baseball takes on Yale. Saturday, we've got a full slate of action coming for you across our stations. At 11 a.m. Saturday, Auburn takes on Tennessee on FM Talk 93.9. Auburn baseball is at 2 o'clock Saturday right here on Tiger, 95.9, taking on Yale. And then it's two games for softball on 99.9 Kate FM over across the way, across the building from us. Uh, they'll take on Delaware State at 2.30 and then follow that up with a game against Bradley this uh, Saturday action for Auburn softball. And then Sunday, got a couple things going on. It's Auburn baseball. We'll be back here on Tiger at, 11, or at 1 p.m. against Yale. Auburn women's basketball will be at 3 o'clock on the FM Talk 93.9 against uh, Kentucky to round out the year. And then two games, once again, on Kate for the, uh, I believe they're going to be on Kate uh, this weekend. It is going to be Auburn softball versus Syracuse and Auburn softball versus ULM to wrap up the weekend over there. So that's a look at some things to watch out for in the Auburn sports sphere. Also, coming up this weekend, you'll have Auburn gymnastics is in town tomorrow night. And Auburn Arena taking on Kentucky. Uh, Auburn Equestrian is back in town this weekend. They'll take on Texas A&M. That's why Greg Williams is going to be at Tiger Talk. And, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of big things going on in the Auburn sphere. In the 
world of other sports this weekend. The NBA returns tonight from the All-Star break. The Hawks play. The Hawks do play. Yeah. They play, play the Bulls. The Bulls. Chicago Bulls Ooh. up there in Chicago. Let's go. We might lose, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I think the Warriors play later tonight, don't they? I believe so, The yeah. 9 o'clock game on TNT is the Warriors. Uh, so there's some fun action this weekend. They'll continue throughout the weekend as we head... I, you can't say this. It's not the second half of the season because no, it's already no. past the halfway point. Yeah, but yeah. there's only like 20-something games yeah. left. So it's, it's the sprint to the, the postseason. The playoff push. Yeah. That's, yeah. Playoff. That's the best way to put it. Yep. The playoff push comes in. Also this weekend, NHL continues their season rolling along. Uh, some fun hockey action. I think there's a hockey game tonight on national TV. We'll get to that in our nightly TV right. guide. You mm. know, just in case there are any Canadians listening. There's there's some hockey some hockey fans. I, there are there yeah. are. There's like a hockey fan that listens to it. A hockey fan. Uh, a, a, hey, just a, one. A, just a, one. That's yeah. hockey talk. <laughs> uh, also in the sports world this weekend, we mentioned it earlier. NASCAR back in action out at Auto Club Speedway. They'll be out there all weekend. I believe the the Xfinity and the, uh, the Cup Series cars are both out there. Don't know about the trucks uh, this weekend, but they're all having some fun out there in California for the second race of the year. MLS is back this weekend. Yeah. They're not Ooh. labor stoppage. MLB. <laughs> <That's salty. laughs> All right. Now that I've said Sorry. that uh, I don't really watch hockey, I am excited about the MLS being back. About I do like, I do like there's, Atlanta United. There's some yep, Atlanta yep. United fans in this room. Who oh, does yeah. Atlanta United open up with this weekend? Sporting Kansas City. Oh, big Sunday, big. 2 p.m. Central Time. Home or away? believe it is a home game because they're opening up the bends to all the seats so it could oh. be seventy thousand oh, people really yeah wow. so it's gonna be one of those that. games let's go excellent excellent don't know if it's on tv i'd imagine it would be maybe, it's, maybe it's, on bally or something you said it's in atlanta yeah oh yay it'll be full probably, yeah honestly. i'd say definitely yeah. be seventy thousand people it, it, you know the falcons don't fill it out oh so. no <laughs> <laughs> I say it's like nine day going to an Atlanta United game versus going to a Falcons game. Like Atlanta United is so hype. Like it's it's such a fun atmosphere. The the city of Atlanta has really adopted the sport of soccer. Oh yeah, it really has. It's been amazing. Soccer was so like it's popular, and you know I don't. I think they definitely wanted a team, you know, and so that's why Arthur brought it in. Um, But the support, you're right. I mean it, it. and especially because they're good. Yeah, like, they, they got good they, really fast. They've, winning, had, they've yeah. had a, a down year or two, but winning, they they started out good. Yeah, I mean, winning that championship in their second year, yeah, eighteen, I second think. year. Yeah, their second like, year of existence. That's yeah. big. That's that definitely will gain you some support, especially in Atlanta, because yeah. we like winners. Yeah, and that's why we you know nobody supports the Falcons right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is what <laughs> it is. true. If you yeah. start winning, Gosh. they're gonna cut. Co- oh, the city of Atlanta is a lot like Auburn. If oh you yeah, it really it, is. We will support. The support you. is going to be gonna there. Be and it's going to be there. Oh big man, time. it's it was. I mean, it's that and the how you know they structure the payment for the seats with the dome and they do like you know or the the stadium and they do the seat licenses and all that stuff. I miss the Georgia Dome. <laughs> I do. I miss the Georgia Dome. So the Benz. The Benz is like. It's nice. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's an yeah. objectively better yeah. stadium. I mean, when Javon and I went, it was so nice. It was very. Yeah. It was a very it's very, very cool. nice. But. The half the seats, half the seats are empty, and, yeah. and so even in yeah. even the dome the, had a mystique about it. They, oh, yeah, I, I miss it so much, man, <laughs> dude. I I loved the Georgia Dome. I yes. and I still to this day, I tell everybody, <laughs> I think that Mercedes Benz Stadium is cursed because of what we did the Georgia Dome, <laughs> and that's why the Falcons probably won't win anything. Should we I? didn't. We didn't even win. Did we win a home game? No, we won- we beat the Lions, right? At yeah. Home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was that our only home win this season? Yes. It wasn't many. Because and we so technically had a air quotes and, home and, win and, against and, the Jets. And, but. and 
if if Jared Goff is playing that game oh, with yeah, the Lions, we, yeah. we probably lose. Yep. We probably <laughs> lose that game as well. Should so I, should I stir the pot a little bit? No. Yes. Sure? Not you. Oh, no. Not you. No. Please I was going to say, if y'all want to fill the fill that stadium up, you should invite the Patriots down more. Oh, that was okay. that was a terrible game. Boo. Twenty-five to nothing. Boo. <laughs> National yeah, TV the only time too. That, that was. Ryan's ever been we shut got, out. We got our Ooh. butts Ooh. kicked. I was in there. our own home. So that was what back to back pick six pick sixes too at the end of the Man. game or something like that. Oh, like it was crazy. Right. That happened against the Buccaneers too. Terrible. Dude. Yeah. Ooh. It was just, just ooh. a rough one. MLS returns this week in Atlanta United hosting Sporting yeah. KC. Also, my team, the Seattle Sounders. Hosting the Nashville SC. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Sounders fan. What's that about? Uh, I'll explain off the air. All right. How about that? When we come back in just a moment. (laughs) That sounds ominous. (laughs) (laughs) When we come back in just a little bit, we'll wrap up the show for the week. You're listening to Sports Call. Follow our Sports Call host, J.J. Jackson, on Twitter by searching at underscore J.J. underscore Jackson underscore. And follow the show on Twitter by searching at Sports Call AU. Hashtag, is that two words? Want more Sports Call? Check us out online at sportscallauburn.com. Wrapping up Sports Call on a Thursday, I'm Brooks Childress sitting in for J.J. Jackson. He's got the call on the SEC Network Plus for Auburn Women's Basketball versus Ole Miss tonight in Auburn Arena. I don't know what I was going to say next. I just That's, There's a long pause. pause. I didn't dramatic know. Dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. That's where J.J. is this afternoon. He is not with us, but... J.J.'s out there being that guy. He'll be back this week. <laughs> or he'll be back next week. He is out being that guy. I don't think he's listening to us yet. I think he's probably, or anymore. He's probably, yeah, yeah he's probably preparing, now. yeah, for his broadcast. I hope if I, if we get a text from him, I, I'm going to be concerned because I'm like, you should be in the arena by now. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a great week on Sports Call this week. Had a lot of great guests. I believe earlier this week we had Gary Parrish on from CBS Sports. That was a phenomenal interview. The guys did earlier this week. I was not on that interview, but if you want missed it, go listen to it on our Sports Call podcast feed. We had a great show for you today specifically. We talked a lot about uh, pretty much everything, Auburn basketball, uh, the big topic on the day, getting the win over Ole Miss last night. And we will, uh, yeah, see what happens this weekend in Thompson Bowling Arena in front of 20-some-odd thousand fans wearing bright, bright orange and white. Yeah. Hopefully Auburn can go in and continue to do what Bruce Pearl has done over his few years. I'd say his few years. He's been here a while now. Uh, But over. Over the uh, his time here at Auburn, his thoughts been dominate Tennessee. And that'd be a big, big win for the Tigers if they were able to do that this weekend up at yeah. Thompson Bowling Arena before yeah. coming home to, to uh, or before going to Mississippi State and then wrapping up next Saturday at home against South Carolina. Yeah, for the Tigers, very basketball season's winding down. The regular season oh. it's flying by. It is, it but fly by. the fun part is yet to come when we get to tournament basketball. Yeah. Oh yeah, tournament basketball is the best basketball. I'm so and we, excited. Uh, 
we're I love March Madness. Weeks so away from March Madness. Should be fun times. I love March so Madness exciting. So fun times. I'm sure we'll do a sports call bracket like we did last year too. Because I remember we did that sports call bracket where we had all of us in the studio do one, but we also had the callers that's do right. one as well. So Gosh, that'd be fun. Yeah. We should do. Yeah, that's let's, let's run that back. Yeah. I don't think what? I've ever filled out a bracket. What? Wait, really? Whoa. Yeah, well, because so I I didn't pay attention to college basketball seriously. Until about three or four years ago. Okay. Right? Oh, like, okay. Like most Auburn fans, like, yes, it's a dig, <laughs> whatever. It, again, if you're good, Auburn fans are going to support you. If you're yeah. not, they're just kind of going to let you fall by the wayside. But, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I never paid attention to college basketball, really, until very recently. And oh, man. I, I mean, I used to watch the Final Four, I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, th- but that was about it. I, oh, man. I've been making a bracket since I was probably about nine or ten. Like I used to do, like have paper. you ever made it like past the round do, of sixty four? I used to do like paper brackets. Um, my best bracket came in Auburn's final four year. Oh, really? oh wow, how about that? That was my, that was that was that was our best. That was my best bracket because you know obviously that was we were a surprise team that year. Yeah, and I was like, nah, this team's good. I was like, we're going, we're going pretty far. <laughs> I had us winning the Natty, and and I, I I was close. I think that bracket ended. I think I was about nine. 90% right, maybe like 85% okay. correct on on my phone to like it said it something like that, but that was my best bracket. Nice. Man, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. It's an art. Yeah, That's it, it gets intense out here. Art. You've got to have like five brackets Bro. at times. You've got to do this this yeah. this. You've got to like I know um back home like me and some high school friends like every single year we do this really intense tournament bracket thing and it's like right. 30 of us Dude. in it and it gets super competitive and it's like it gets rough out there. Right. Like it gets rough. Yeah, so I mean, it's I was I was talking with one of my friends uh, the other day because he knows I'm a you know big time Auburn fan, and he was like, "Man, you, you believe that they win a national championship?" I said, "For sure. I I definitely believe that we can win a national championship. Um, this team is definitely good enough. I don't even think yeah. we've played our best basketball yet." I said, "But we have some things we have to fix, and if we don't fix those things, then we don't go far in the tournament." For sure. That's true. I, I think, you know, the Ole Miss game last night was definitely a step in the right direction. Yep. Um, but right now, I just told him, I said, I said, college basketball and the March Madness tournament is easily one of the most unpredictable things you can you could do. To make a bracket and try and predict who's going to win every single game, college basketball, you can, I mean, the best teams can just lose on any given night. It, that's just how it works. You know, obviously, some games there are going to be a skill gap, like a one in sixteen, things like that. But other than that, it's it's hard to predict. And so he was like, "You got to ride for your team." I was like, "I mean, I, I believe it, but it's hard to predict." Look, it, man. if, if I fill can. out a bracket this year, I'm going to have Auburn winning. Yeah. I'm, oh I'm yeah. Gonna, but you got to. I'm going to make a few brackets. Not the TV guy brought to you. <laughs> that's all. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Not the TV guy brought to you by our friends who are at Coca Cola, NHL action, Washington take on the Rangers at six o'clock on ESPN. College basketball action tonight. Maryland takes on Indiana at 6 o'clock on FS1. And, of course, women's college basketball. Ole Miss taking on Auburn at 7 o'clock on the SEC Network Plus. And that does do it for our show today. I am Brooks Childers. Thank you guys for being here. Pleasure Thank being you. here. No problem, no problem. We will talk to you all Young again boys. next week. And Brooks. <laughs>